Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So what is there that could potentially cause us to not start the show with the Jets hiring a head coach? I mean, if I said to you last night as we were leaving, something's going to happen and we're not going to start tomorrow's show with the Jets hiring a new head coach as they hire Adam Gase. You would have said, yeah, forget. are you calling in sick? Is this our last show together? Did you, do you get struck well, we by just, lightning? We just celebrated an anniversary. That. that would be pretty yeah. crappy of the bosses to then say, <laughs> hey, beat it. Sure. Sure. Especially, I mean, because I'm looking so attractive. Hi, everybody out there watching this feed uh, live and in living color. Uh, but no, it, it's always the question. No. What's going to come down the, the pipeline? We had a lot of coaching discussions yesterday, one of which we got into a pretty contentious debate with our buddy Jason Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not like your take it in no. one way, in any way, shape, or form. I didn't either. I just argued against it. Well, somebody else didn't like it. 
Who and, else? And that, that's what we're going to get to. And, and uh, before, as you mentioned, yeah. yes, you can watch this right now. We are, are uh, putting this live up at FoxSportsRadio.com. I'm uh, it's Fox Sports Radio on Twitter. You can see it there. It'll be up later on at FoxSportsRadio.com. But right now you want to go because we're going to talk about what happened today with us with Baker Mayfield. Oh, we're still making friends. We, you know, look, we're not even starting with Syracuse beating Clemson. Ah, basketball school. Ha, ha, ha. We can't even get Well, now they're committing flagrant fouls and trying to hurt your players in the final minute of the game. And that is a hell of a plaid suit coat. Well, you know, listen, the Clemson coaches, they know how to dress. That is stylish. Not all Dabo Sweeney. But it was last night we had a conversation in the midst of everything going on with NFL head coaching hires, in which we got to the Browns because we found out that Freddie Kitchens and Kevin Stefanski were the two finalists for the Browns job. And we talked about how there's a reason why two guys that nobody else is talking to to be head coaches are the people that are going to be named, uh, could be named head coach. All the big names we thought, oh, the Browns job is so desirable. Why did Mike McCarthy not even interview? Why did Bruce Arians, who openly campaigned for the job, not get an interview? Why did none of these big names do it? And we told you because, or at least I told you disagree with me, is because coaching Baker Mayfield is dangerous for a coach. Seeing his behavior with Hugh Jackson makes other coaches take pause and go, if things don't go well, is that going to be me? And we... Flesh this out for a long time. Not that Baker Mayfield's a bad he's a really good quarterback. And Baker Mayfield's done a lot of really good things. But the optic of him continuing to pick a fight with Hugh Jackson is not what's best for the Browns. As Bill Lumberg taught us all those years ago, ask yourself, is this good for the company? On a large that, scale, that's I, what I, you do. Well, and I've argued that it is because you, people have paid attention to what the Browns did. Yeah. This past month and a half, Baker Mayfield, a lot of run, a lot of people just going in and really eviscerating him and going into juvenile name calling and and really just bad optics and really terrible broadcasting on their part for the way they've gone after him. You don't like you don't like the method to his madness. Fine. But dude, working with a chip on his shoulder, you could say it's off putting to some folks. You know what? They won. Yeah, they might have beaten a bunch of bums. Yeah, but but they never beat anybody. Well, no, they win one game in three years. Right, so they finally actually have some wins. He's campaigning to the fans. Hey, come out and support. Look at what we're doing. You've got a good nucleus and a guy who wants to be a leader, a guy who wants to be the face of this team and, and bring him in the post-LeBron James era. era you know, un- take the boards off the windows of the factory of sadness and open things up for business. So what happened today is why we're starting with Baker Mayfield is because we talked about this last night and then Fox Sports Radio, our, our wonderful uh, crack staff, social media staff led by Elijah, who is in here with us right now filming what's going on Elijah at, at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter, uh, put out as part of our best of, hey, listen, like we do for all the shows. Sure. Hey, here's a couple of things the shows did you might want to listen to. And they put out on our social media account on Twitter Coaching Baker Mayfield is not something that appeals to successful head coaches. It's only going to be coaches that aren't getting opportunities anywhere else because guys like Mike McCarthy, Bruce Arians, seeing how Baker Mayfield has continued to act over the course of the season at the end of the year, that gives them pause to say, am I okay with joining the Baker Mayfield show? Because now I need this to be my team, and it really isn't my team. We found out today Mike McCarthy may have actually been their top choice, but when they said, hey, we want Freddie Kitchens to stay as the OC, he said no. Why? That's pretty easy, because then it would be Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens, and Mike McCarthy's on an island by himself. Of course he doesn't want that. So this is why you get the smaller names, and today the Browns named Freddie Kitchens head coach. 
So I get up in the morning. I do my normal thing. Wake up in the morning. And I, feeling I get on, like P. Diddy. I get on the computer, yeah. make sure the world is there and everything, and I get on Twitter. And anytime I see the 99 plus over uh, the mentions we get on Twitter, I know that something we have done has really hit virally. What did Harmon do this time? Right. Yeah. Did, did Harmon take his pants off during the show? I mean, I thought we didn't have but, the I mean, video I got on shorts on. You're actually wearing red shorts to match your red Guns and Roses t-shirt. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, a lot okay. of times we don't wear pants. No, it's true. I mean, the, the calves are out and ready to go. So I get on and I see the 99 plus. I go, okay, something. It must have been Baker Mayfield. Just because I could tell the way we went last night, it was doing well for sure. us. Sure. And so I see it and I see the responses and I go to the verified when you can get on Twitter and see what people respond. The verified accounts because that's where I see, okay, can I retweet what Fox Sports Radio put out, what Elijah's putting out and everything. And I go and I, I, I just happen to time it right that I'm on there and I see it and a couple of things are revealing so I know we're hitting virally. And I see the the I see it see it's up there at Fox Sports Radio, coaching Mayfield, not something that appeals to successful head coaches, and the 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 bit is up there for you to click on and listen to. And I'm watching it and I see it come up, blink, Baker Mayfield liked your tweet. And I'm like, okay, this has to be a, a parody account. This has to be a, uh, this has to be a, a, a parody. And I click on it, and sure enough, it's Baker Mayfield. And I look at it and I go, Oh wow, this has just hit a new stratosphere. And then a minute later. Blink, it comes up, and he tweets, LOL, in response yeah. to the Fox Sports Radio tweet. And since that happened, it has taken off today and gone viral. It's become a story. Mayfield responding to us talking about coaching him is not something that successful head coaches are going to just run into and do. And right. it's kind of taken on its own life from there. The number of people that have liked that, and it's it's well, amazing. Well, here you go. You got it's insane. Nine hundred ninety-eight uh, comments. Yeah, some of which are uh, pretty pretty good and not safe for airing. Well, they're we all, they're all to... upset Browns fans. I'm figuring I'm not. I'm gonna, the Browns fans aren't going to be happy. Of they course. were finally Laugh happy. <laughs> all four of them. Laugh out loud. Yeah, but they were able to go <laughs> and and at at the holiday season, you were able to give the gifts of Browns merchandise that hadn't been dramatically marked down. Yeah. For you... the first time in years, you might have had to pay close to retail price for Browns <laughs> merchandise for your friends and family. So 998 mentions, 4,700 retweets, 35,000 likes. That's like that's like what President wow. Trump has a good that's day. That's a small city I mean, that decided they hated what well, you had to say listen, about. No, I mean, obviously Cleveland bigger than that. Of course. But a small, <laughs> small band of 35,000 people rallied together. Uh, and and I saw a couple of the gifts it was, were it was, great. It was all Frostburg. How people Frostburg went just through the like. digital wizardry. Oh yeah, some of the putting, gifts of uh, me and your, Mayfield. Oh, him, awesome. him putting you down. Hey, it was. Oh, <laughs> oh this, it was awesome. My this finger is, hurts. It just Frostburg just. Yeah, he's like, got one of those like, throbbing like, fingers. Yeah. Like. And he's got know, carpal tunnel syndrome just from clicking on this. And then I texted you and Justin. I said, "Hey, we're having a Dickerson day. You know, like the the day virally had when Eric Dickerson." Came got, on the uh, show. Jeff Fisher fired. Got yeah. Jeff Fisher fired, and the Rams are going to go to the Super Bowl because of that. So we'll get our Super Bowl ring. Yeah, buddy. So it was that kind of day with that response from Baker Mayfield. And, uh, you know, just seeing it, it was hard to keep up and everything. It's you know, people picking it up, and I'm like, okay, so now it's a thing. So now let me say this because this is really the point of my statement about Baker Mayfield. 
Number one, I'm not expecting Browns fans to, to be happy. I'm not expecting fans, oh, Jason, the ratio of negative tweets. Yeah, because people, because there's a lot of pissed off Browns fans. I get that. All I, six I, of them. I understand. <laughs> and they don't yeah, they have anything to do today. They apparently weren't at work today. <laughs> Look, if all six of them, or 600 <laughs> or 6,000 or whatever, decide to chime in, it's the general rule of customer service, no matter what business you're in. One person out of how many thousand that liked what you did will respond and yeah. will comment on, you know what? Johnny was a pretty good clerk at Store X. But if Johnny told them to go blank themselves, mm-hmm. millions of people now hate yeah, Johnny that, that, and are going to count. You know what? Johnny told me that too. He that, spelled yeah. my name wrong. <laughs> he made fun of my shoes. I mean, there's going to be lots of that. Negativity sells. Yeah, it's that reinforced. And that's the way it goes. So, yeah, but yeah, I get all that part of it. But this is my point about Mayfield. And I think even Baker Mayfield would have to realize, yeah, maybe not the best optic. Because this is not about Baker Mayfield getting Hugh Jackson fired because Hugh Jackson shouldn't have been fired. Hugh Jackson was terrible. He was getting he out was the door. Awful. It was just a question. He won away. one game in three yep. years. And if Baker and if Tyrod Taylor never got hurt, he would be the starting quarterback all season long because right. Hugh Jackson would never have gone to Mayfield. That's right. Tyrod. So Tyrod. This is not. Tyrod. Yeah, but I knew him as Tyrod. So, I mean, I can stay with that. But now, it's like you, the but grandfather now, but now you're like meeting him in a whole new light. No, and maybe no. you give him a little bit of positivity no. and love. Hey, he's one of the best free agent quarterbacks <laughs> on the market. Not, not many left. Yeah. So. The point is this, is that I think even he would admit not the best optic because it's not about Hugh Jackson was fake, which is the debate he started to rile up on social media. It's not about just the fact that he wouldn't hug him, that he gave him that sidelong death stare going down the field the last game of the regular season. It's not about Hugh Jackson and what he deserved and that Baker Mayfield was right. This is about, again, is this good for the company? Is this good for the Browns, who are going to want a head coach, to see this optic that here's your star quarterback who's already more powerful than anybody else in the organization? I mean, this is Baker Mayfield's entire franchise. It's it's not just he's the quarterback. This is what he says. He wields power like Aaron Rodgers has in Green Bay, and he's, he's only a rookie in the NFL. When other coaches see how a quarterback treats a coach, whether it's his current head coach or or once a head coach is out the door, they think about that. And they know, ooh, you know what? I don't know about that. I don't know that I want to go sign up for two or three years with Baker Mayfield. Because if things go badly, is this what's going to happen to me? Do I get a fake, you know, and and a checkmark like on Instagram? You know, do I get something snidely said about me in the media? And if I wind up getting fired, is Baker Mayfield going to torch me? And then how tough is it for me to get another job in the NFL? Is Baker Mayfield really the opportunity that's going to make me and and bring me success that I want. Guys like Mike McCarthy who can pick and choose where they want to go or Bruce Arians who can decide if they want to go. Hey, this is the opportunity I want. And we didn't see any big names connected to the Cleveland Browns. And before you tell me, oh, well, John Dorsett, no, no, no. Beginning of the offseason, it was the Browns have the best coaching opening because Mayfield's better than Sam Darnold. He's better than Josh Allen. No, everybody wants this job. Turns out nobody wanted the job. Because you would have seen big names. Nobody came out of the woodwork to get it. No big college coaches said, oh, I want to go coach Baker Mayfield. Urban Meyer didn't show up at John Dorsey's doorstep saying, hey, I really want to come and coach the Browns. No. 
all they had was Freddie Kitchens, the OC that Baker Mayfield likes because he did a good job the second half of the season. And you got Kevin Stefanski, who was a battlefield promotion OC in Minnesota. They needed somebody who was going to take the job because it's the only job they were going to get. They didn't talk to either of those guys for a head coach. The Browns denied teams permission to interview Kitchens as an OC, but nobody wanted him as a head coach. These are the guys that are going to get that job in Cleveland because the optic of Baker Mayfield being unpredictable is something that the successful head coaches who have a resume are going to look at and say, yeah, I'm a little uneasy about that because Mayfield's too much of a wild card. And I think even he would admit, you know what? Yeah, maybe the whole Hugh Jackson thing, I got to back off a little bit on that. I got to understand that while it's fun for me, it could seem petty and petulant to other people. And and certainly all the Browns fans have his back because they all hate Hugh Jackson. But you got to see the bigger picture, and that's at the end of the season, you want a good head coach to come in. You want Mike McCarthy. You want sure. somebody to come in. And none of those guys came in because they were scared of Baker Mayfield. Well, I'm thinking a lot of it, it goes down to every one of these coaching positions, as we'll get into over the course of the night at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome is where you can find us on Twitter and chime in, is the rules of engagement were there for everybody, Right. Matt Rule said, beat it to the Jets, <laughs> allegedly because he didn't like the guys McCagnan wanted to put together. Check. You've got, well, and, and as Frost says, the Jets. and they're the Jets. And they're the Jets. But in Denver, Vic Fangio says, I'll do whatever you want. John Elway, you do. I just want to be a head coach. At least that's mm-hmm. the report. Okay, fine. In Cleveland, the question still remains about the Haslam's. And you saw in Green Bay, they got LaFleur. Again, he's got to do whatever Aaron Rodgers wants, right? And he, mm-hmm. he's open to that. Veteran head coaches to a second-year quarterback? They're not going to bow down to that. So you have that. And then you have the Haslam saying, we're successful. And people are talking about us in positive terms for the first time in our lives. So Kitchens was the guy that related well to him. And we're up in all these metrics and offensive numbers. And we're selling tickets and merchandise. Again, full price at retail mm-hmm. yeah. in the holiday season. Making no cash. fire sale <laughs> at the team store to close out the year. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And there's where I Kitchens comes in. But curious to see how Mayfield responds as you go through this offseason out here to do some good work uh, in the community this weekend. Uh, and we roll from there. But the curious case of coaching in 2019, because we've had a lot of curious hires. Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, uh, Baker Mayfield at Baker Mayfield. In case you want to tweet at him, that's that's Baker Mayfield. He's got the check mark. I the check. It's there. Uh, phone number is eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We got much more in Baker Mayfield. We got some great meme tweets. We have more breakdown of it. And oh yeah, the Jets hire a head coach. Why I feel so very. Next Fox. Laugh out loud. <laughs> From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And I got to be honest, I don't know what I'm more excited about tonight to come in and do this show. I felt like it, like an, like an unchained tiger driving in. We got the Baker Mayfield stuff. We have the Jets hire Adam Gay, Syracuse wins, and oh, by the way, we have the Masked Singer coming up. Oh, too. yeah, We're going to find out somebody else who is going to be unmasked as a singer on Fox. I dig that. I'm excited to, to see what the uh, the next iteration is. Is it the Peacock? Is it the uh, Gazelle? I don't know what the other animals are, but big hit for Fox in week one. Antonio Brown showing up and uh, perpetuating a news cycle that we had for 72 <laughs> hours with him last week. So, you know what? 
All good by me. Oh, maybe it's Baker Mayfield. That would make it right for us tonight. When we found out the reveal last week, it was a big day of Antonio Brown. Today's a big day for Baker Mayfield for the show for us. Maybe it's going to end up being Baker Mayfield. That would be kind of crazy now, wouldn't it? (laughs) What do you got, Golden Headphones? <laughs> what if I were to tell you I already know who it's going to be? Is whoa, it Batman? Whoa, whoa, that's breaking news. Whoa, okay. What if I were to tell you it's Mike McCarthy in a Jets hat? Oh. <laughs> um, I kind of dig that. All right. I see where you're going with this. Too soon? Nah. No, no, look. Nah. Let me. Let me all right, the Jets all are right. an open wound at this all point. Right, all right. <laughs> we'll get back to Baker Mayfield coming up in about five minutes. But again, I, I can't believe it's something that pushed the Jets hiring a head coach away from the beginning of the show. But Baker Mayfield responding to my tweet about how successful head coaches don't want to coach the Browns with an LOL took on its own news cycle. The Jets decide to hire recently fired Miami Dolphins head coach Adam Gase as their head coach. Did not hire Mike McCarthy. Did not hire Matt Rule. Did not hire Vern Rule. Did not wow, hire. a Vern Rule reference? I got Vern Rule in before I got in Ja Rule. Uh, so just, uh, I'm, yeah. Uh, so there's, you know, I got that in first. They hire Adam Gase. Ghoul. Ghul. Has- <laughs> change it up a little bit. <laughs> Shacked in a fool. So they hire Adam Gase. How do I feel about Adam Gase? I am cautiously, possibly, tepidly optimistic. Okay. That's where I am right now. Because... Adam Gase was Sean McVay. You know, when he got hired in 2016, he was Sean McVay. He was the it offensive guy coming off of great stints with with Denver and Chicago. And, hey, he was great. He was the it guy, right? He was fantastic. And what happened? He goes to the Dolphins. They get to the playoffs the first year, and they go nowhere the last two years, and Adam Gase gets fired. I'm optimistic about Adam Gase because he is a young, innovative, offensive-minded head coach who has a great track record as an offensive coordinator, has been a head coach in the NFL, and has been to the playoffs. I don't care so much that he was under 500 with the Dolphins because he had no quarterback and Ryan Tannehill missed 50% of the games while he was the head coach. Well, Also remember Tannehill at the start of things, was still only a couple of years removed from being a wide receiver. Right. So, so you're, you're I, talking I with a guy that was learning on the that, job. <laughs> that does not bother me so much because he beat the Jets five out of six times. Adam Gase certainly has something. Right. It wasn't like he completely biffed it, but he didn't do what the Dolphins wanted him to do. But I don't really care that much. I'm, I'm thinking, where is it at now? Learning being your first job. And I'm all right. Where I get a little bit nervous is that, at the end of his run, many Dolphins players openly celebrated the fact that he got fired because they didn't like him. He didn't get along with management. He was screaming at Stephen Ross because he wouldn't give up control of the 53-man roster. Now, he's not going to have that in New York because it's, look, you're fired. We're bringing you to be the head coach. Well, Worry about that first. But that but- becomes the other part, as we talked about with Matt Rule, of he didn't like the staff McCagney was assembling Adam Gase evidently just kind of said, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever, if you want to be a head coach, you got to realize this is what this is our world. Here's You're our not, rules you, of engagement. You, yes. you don't have carte blanche. You know, this is not like Bill Belichick has become available and, hey, whatever you want, we'll do it. Matt Rule, you want to be a head coach, you got to realize you're going to have to do something. You're not going to, when everybody interviews for a new job, you never get everything. You never get the salary you want. You never get the hours you want. You know, you never get all of that. You have to give a little bit of something. And Matt Rule didn't want to give anything. Okay, that's why he's not the head coach. 
Adam Gase, all right, I'm going to give up control. But the fact that the players openly celebrated when he got fired, that's the biggest thing to me is like, we hired a guy that that upset the players so much. I mean, I know that the big deal was Christopher Johnson, CEO, acting owner of the Jets, got a phone call from Peyton Manning last night extolling the virtues of, of Adam Gase, which is apparently what pushed Christopher Johnson to hire Adam Gase today. I mean, in a related story, I got a phone call from a cable company today. I did not switch over just because they called did me. Did they try to make a good sale? No. Oh, did you, have a good, no, did you, did not, you get, let them make the pitch? Not just switch over. I'm not going to do it. So did I, did I, you do it like when, uh, the, what was that movie, the casino movie, <laughs> where uh, he was running, uh, the Seth was running the boiler room, right? When oh, Seth's yeah, running yeah, the yeah, casino. Yeah. No, no, is that your, that's your pitch? I mean, That's I, terrible. I get that, you know, Peyton Manning saying something about Adam Gates, you know, you get people convince you. So, all right, this is how it works. So, like I said, I'm optimistic about it because he, on paper, has exactly what the Jets need. But the fact that he was openly causing a revolt in Miami, and that's why he had to be fired, that that's just sticks with me. This is this is not about scheme. This is not, this is, you pissed off the players so much that they were excited and celebrated when you left and you couldn't get along with ownership where you yelled and got in a screaming match with the owner. I mean, that's that's where I would go, uh, all right, uh, maybe somebody else. But what did I say last night? There's no great hires. There's no lockdown. Hey, you go get this guy, this guy, this guy, or this guy. It's much more of a risk because supply is not nearly equal to the demand. There's a huge demand for head coaches. There's a huge demand for offensive head coaches. And that's just not the case this year. It's like in the NFL draft. You could be excited about having the number one pick, but you'd be more excited having the number one pick last year than you would this year. Because last year, there's franchise quarterbacks. This year, uh, Nick Bosa, you get a franchise defensive player. So, okay, it's, some years are better than others. Last year, two years ago, were great years that need head coaches have openings. This year, not so much because the demand is not nearly equal to what the supply is. So getting Adam Gase, all right, who else would they do? I mean, would I like them to get Mike McCarthy? Sure. But it's not like Mike McCarthy was somebody who would have been incredibly awesome. He comes with the stigma of couldn't get along with Aaron Rodgers, got fired midway through the season. So there's that. There's nothing perfect. So that's why I'm cautiously optimistic. About Adam Gates. Well, you should be. Uh, you got to see if McCagnan can can continue to parlay. Maybe get you a couple more uh, All Pro se- special teamers mm-hmm. uh, along the way. It's been the the win. You've got some talent there, but now it's time to go find some wide receivers for Sam Darnold and see if Gase is the guy to take him to the next level. And that's the one thing that's intriguing. Again, talking about where Tannehill was and in spots performed quite nicely. Never became the consistent guy, and I think that was the rallying cry of all the players after his dismissal was, we didn't have an identity. One week we're winging it up and down the field. The other week we're going to go to the power run game with with Gore and Drake. So mm-hmm. what, are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> Which team are we and what do we want to establish here? So that's the thing for the Jets. There's, there's no question about it. It's on Sam Darnold's arm. So there, there is no question what Adam Gase is walking into. Can it translate to wins? Well, now's your time to try to seize the AFC East before Josh Allen does. That's nah, not happening. Whoa! Sam, 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 Sam. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up in one minute. Well, we got more on Baker Mayfield and the gift that keeps on giving with him and his response to us after our take from last night. But first, special delivery. Steve DeSager with What's Trending SD. 
Good evening, gentlemen. You said Drake is on the Dolphins? Where did I miss that? Raptors, I could believe. The Dolphins <laughs> signing, I did not hear. Anyway, Love the Drake. I hate the Drake. <laughs> the Jets' new head coach, I think eventually you and I will be the only one that gets that. The Jets' new head coach will be uh, Adam Gase, recently fired by the Dolphins after three seasons there. The Browns promoted Freddie Kitchens to head coach. Kitchens, a former Alabama quarterback, is 44 years old. He just joined the Browns staff last year and became offensive coordinator during the season. The Broncos new head coach Vic Fangio age 60 defensive coordinator with the Bears this past year and beyond he's been an assistant with seven different NFL teams Clemson defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence declared for the NFL draft along with two teammates on defense Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts will reportedly transfer he just graduated in December as for the NHL our discover card key matchup is Colorado at Calgary it's currently 2-2 after the opening period speaking of matchups become a new card member and discover card will match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. To the NBA, they're in the final seconds at Houston. Milwaukee is leading 114-109 over the Rockets. Even though James Harden has 42 points, Harden though is 13 of 30 shooting with nine turnovers as well. Memphis, losers of six straight, got a win tonight over the Spurs, 96-86. New Orleans just final, 140 to 124 over Cleveland. The Cavs have lost 11 in a row. Victories for Brooklyn, Boston, and Washington, which beat Philadelphia 123 to 106 despite Joel Embiid's night, 35 points, 14 rebounds. College hoops, 11 minutes to go at Kansas. Seventh-ranked Jayhawks leading 53-50 against number 25 ranked TCU. Already Ole Miss beat number 11 Auburn. Rutgers beat number 16 Ohio State. Temple defeated number 17 Houston. And in overtime, number 21 Marquette wins 106-104 at Creighton. Back to you. Thank you, SD. Live from the Geico Studios, it is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So, the big story today that continues to roll through on social media, we talked about no big head coaching candidates are even interviewing with the Browns. This is last night because they get scared when Baker Mayfield lights up Hugh Jackson like he did throughout the season after Hugh got fired. Coaches know this, and they're backing off the Browns. They can't even, not even interviewing because they wonder if this is going to be me. Is Baker Mayfield going to treat me like this when I get, if I take the job there? I don't we- want that coach, though. No, it's, you it's know much what? like but I'm saying. No, no, no but it's but much, a, yeah. but it's much like the other thing, other day with Lamar Jackson, right? When, hey, don't take him out; you will ruin him. Dot, dot, dot. Those were the hot takes of people mm-hmm. during the game where the Chargers were battering him from pillar to post until they changed up how they were defending, and all of a sudden they make a couple of big plays. Or when James makes a big gamble and the ball just just over the fingertips. Not like the Cody Parkey that found the fingertips of the defender. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here Derwin didn't get a hand on it. You have a big play. But if that's going to ruin Lamar Jackson for 2019, I don't want that guy. Yeah, Likewise, if the coach is going to be soft and and worried that Baker Mayfield is going to wear him out on social media, we got a problem. But it might not be social media. It might start at social media. It's just an easier, it's an easier, more scary way to start a controversy is by just liking or saying the thing on social media. Look, that that's going to happen. And when coaches see Baker Mayfield lighting up Hugh Jackson the way they are, I, I could see the guys saying, I don't know, because Baker Mayfield is different from any quarterback we have seen. He speaks his mind, and he's, he's a leader, and 
players rally around him. I've said many good things about Baker Mayfield. But when you put this optic out there that, hey, if things don't go right, I'm going to light you up, I can see where coaches say, you know what, I don't want to go in and work with that guy. I really don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll take a, a year off or I'll go someplace else. Because no matter what, how you want to slice it, Cleveland was the opening of the offseason, and then they get any big names to interview, and it was Freddie Kitchens or Kevin Stefanski, and they pick Freddie Kitchens today. And when we put that out there, Baker Mayfield, speaking of social media, liked our statement and put an LOL after it. Like, hey, really? You, you really think nobody wants to come coach me because uh, I, I'm a coach killer and because that could happen? And that became a whole big story today. It's still, I'm watching it on my Twitter right now on social media. It's still going crazy. But one thing that was really, it's always been interesting to me to see how certain people react to something that they're not involved in, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean every, you know, average everyday fans who listen to the show and everything, because that's really, that's who we do the show for. I don't do the show for for athletes. I, I do the show for you who is listening, because this is who I'm trying to entertain, and, you know, when I see stuff on social media like saying, oh, you should tweet at Baker Mayfield if you really have this kind of strong take. If not, you're a wimp. And I'm like, I'm not trolling the guy. I don't do the show for Baker Mayfield. I do the show for the people listening. And that's really what I want, what I do the show for. But the way people treat Twitter and social media, it always, it always baffles me how people want to pick loyalties to people they don't even know over people they do know or people in the same business. Right? For instance... When I went through today, I told you I was looking at the the verified um, hits on our account because I wanted to see what I can tweet out for Fox Sports Radio and everything else and see if Baker Mayfield continued to respond as he responded earlier today. I saw some of the people who liked Baker Mayfield's LOL comment checkmark back to me. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun. I look through and I see because it comes right up. And a couple of fun names, Deshaun Hamilton was there. I'm like, geez, and I recommended him in fantasy a few weeks ago. You know, Zay Jones. So it's kind of like, you know, guys you'd recommend off the waiver wire. And then I get to... Hey, Zay I Jones see, is one of the hot plays of week 17. He looked like I know what I was talking about. Hot play, hot play. He liked Baker Mayfield's LOL comment. But I see people like Molly McGrath of ESPN likes Baker Mayfield's thing. So does Holly Rowe of ESPN. So does Jason Jackson, who I've known now for 25 years who used to be a sports center anchor. I work with him, and now he's on in Miami. He's come on the show several times with us, and he likes his comment. Not only that, but he puts on a he puts on a gif of Baker Mayfield saying, you dance, Baker, you dance. I'm like, dude, I know you. You've come on the show. What, what, why do you need to stick yourself in on this when it doesn't involve you? And it's amazing because I go back, really, when I was at NFL Network, the, how some people care so much about what – people say on social media and they want to be beholden to people that they don't even know just blew my mind. And I see this like this and I go, you know, I, we work in the same industry together, you know, me and Jason and Molly McGrath and Holly Rowe and do different things. And I'm like, why are you into the, Why are you getting in on this? You know, I feel like this is something that I put out there and I do radio show and look, Baker Mayfield commented on it. All right, great. I didn't involve Baker Mayfield in it until he commented. All right. He commented. So now he's become part of the story and this has become a story today. But, I don't get in on other people when they go back and forth with somebody and say, ah, I like that. Uh, it's, it's, I feel like these are all the people that are standing around a fight and they're all egging people. I hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. I'm like, and these are people that are more, I'm more likely to run into than them deciding, oh, I want to make sure I get a like in on Baker Mayfield. And well, it really, it, it, just, it, it just blows me away that the, and, and people that I know. 
people that I know that want to do this. Well, people want to jump in. People want to have their opinions. I mean, obviously, you got producers and talent uh, across this industry. You got writers and beat writers, and everybody's looking for an angle and something to to have their messaging. Maybe they tweet out and tease in advance that they're going to talk about a topic and then realize, hey, someone else did that because, <laughs> you know, a tweet goes out. I mean, lots of stuff oh, happens. Shots when, fired by when, Mike when it, when it comes shots out fired. in the social media Whoa. world, it happens. That's, shots fired. People are trying to find Comment. what's that new hot angle yeah. uh, or how can they make themselves part of a story and continue mm-hmm. from there. And, that, and that's what it works to. And that's why you have some of those verified mentions in. Mm. And you know what? Thanks for listening. Thanks for paying attention. We appreciate you. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Arm. We got more on Baker Mayfield coming up in 20. But coming up next, the absolute most boss NFL move of the day. It involves trophies and a whole bunch of cash. It's next, Fox. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, it is The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. More on Baker Mayfield's LOL to me coming up in 10 minutes. But you want to talk about what the most boss move of the day was in the National Football League. It was the Jets hiring Adam Gates. It was, without a doubt, (laughs) Peyton Manning calling the Jets saying, hire Adam Gates. It was, without a doubt, Saints head coach Sean Payton motivating his New Orleans Saints by coming into practice today with three armed guards, a stack of more than $200,000 in cash, the Vince Lombardi trophy, and a Super Bowl ring. Brings him into the team meeting room. The cash representing how much money the players stand to make if they go all the way. A total of $201,000 in playoff Playoff bonuses, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) And he slaps the stuff down and tells the players, you want all of this? Win three bleeping games. Why the hell didn't he hire Virgil to come in and do it? Oh, that would have been cool. He could have gone full million-dollar man and had the the briefcase. Exactly. I mean, that's a bo- – you talk about ways to motivate a team. You come in with the Lombardi Trophy, a Super Bowl ring, $200,000. And get the guy had two hundred grand in cash. Think about that. Rain? I mean, I, I, what, what do you got for us, Did Mark? he make it rain? Oh, oh, that would be awesome, right? Just starts going all over all now, the players. A, how, what was the stack like? I haven't seen a, a good photo of this because, you know, two hundred grand. Depending on the denomination, oh, no, may well, not look not gonna, very impressive. He's not going to bring in like ten hundred thousand dollar bills. Oh, look at this! No, no, he's going to bring it all in ones and fives. No, that's good. So oh, you get a nice stack this. up there. But you, you speak, all this? speak to players, speak to anybody <laughs> in the proper language. Straight cash, homie. Here's your ring. Here's it's going to be all sorts of giant jewels, a lot of fun, great value. Here's the trophy. Here's what now sets you up. You should have just had a little guy. Pretending he was at an autograph booth too while he was at it. Fifty bucks a signature. <laughs> the inscription. Super Bowl fifty three. 
uh, plus your 225K. 225K speaks to a lot of people, even if they've already made a lot of money in that room. Uh, running back Mark Ingram said today, quote, guys make good money here, but not too often you see $250,000 in cash right there. So that was very appealing. That's what that's what he said. It's very appealing to see two hundred fifty grand in cash. Now we know he's a guy that that gets his loaners, and uh, he, when he joined us on on the show after a, a big win. Oh yeah, I don't he, know that he was. Oh, maybe that's where they got the two hundred fifty k from. Is all the bets he had to pay out from Alabama losing to Clemson, and that's where. Hey, before you disperse yeah, no, no, that no, no, no. cash, let me have that. I want to do a whole motivational. Well, thing but with here's the, the thing: had he cashed all in, or was now uh, even, double or nothing kind of situations? That's what I'd like to know. Two hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, the Lombardi Trophy and a Super Bowl ring. Speak Plops to people it down where in front they live. Buddy. That's that, it. Look, he did. Everybody's got a price. He did something like this back in two thousand and nine when they were in the playoffs, getting ready for the Super Bowl, which they wound up winning. Uh, but only a couple of players were around then. So you know, Drew Brees like, yeah, seen it, seen it. Here's where coach comes in. He's got the money. He's got this. Got all right. That's great. That's great. But I want to know where he got two hundred and fifty grand from. Like, is there like a room? Is there like, do you go to the Benson room somewhere in, in you know, in, in Saints facilities and, and, and they have. Funny, you know, that's petty cash. It's named. Yeah, what do you need? 250? Yeah, I got that for you right here. Hang on. Here you go. You can yeah, bust that's that for out. You. I yeah. mean, he's made a lot of money in his career. I'm not quite sure what the aggregate of Sean Payton's contracts have been, but I'm sure he could shake out $250,000 if he needed to to make his point. All I could think of is that scene from The Wire when, when one of the characters uh, goes in to talk to uh, Avon Barksdale, you know, the big, the big kingpin. And uh, he says, I need $10,000 from you, and I really need it, and I think you should give it to me. And he lays out all these reasons, and he says, what do you need? He goes, $10,000. And Avon goes, ha! And he turns to the guy behind him and says, give him 15. And the guy just pulls out like four stacks Here's of money. Here's a couple and of stacks and a There you go. Oh, sure. hey, thanks. I appreciate that. All right. That's great. No, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a beautiful visual and, and something the players will remember. And that motivates you. 225 mm -hmm. extra K? That ain't no joke. No. I mean, look, I got to think that's at least a couple of briefcases, specifically because you had armed guards there. But, I mean, you could have done a whole Howie Mandel thing from Deal or No Deal. <laughs> Someone standing there with a pile of cash. I mean, you had Virgil. That's a good idea. I mean, we, we celebrated Gene Okerlund, right? We were watching we the did. tribute video. Yeah. How many times did Virgil show up? Oh, Virgil. And he's available, man. He's no. signing autographs at the New York subway oh, sta yeah. stations yeah. with some regularity. Well, He'd it's show hard up. to get down there to get him. Because you can't text no, him you like send there's no Wi-Fi. No, no, buddy. You, you find him and you send a plane for him. What do you, what do you Send a plane. He's underground. What do you mean send a plane? All right, send the you little people a, after You got to send a guy to get down into the sub. Uh, is he at Bleecker Street or is he at Chambers? I don't know He'll where tell he you where he is. <laughs> you got to send a plane. Right, we'll Virgil? send a plane to fly underground to go get Virgil and bring him out. Move fast in the tunnels of the underground. Let's go. Just like Colin Hay saying of men at work. Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend. Mike Harmon. Of course, Lakers, now I'm trying to find Virgil. Lakers and the Pistons underway. 8-6. Lakers with the lead. Not sure exactly how much wine LeBron James has had yet. We'll try to get that out there. Coming up next, we got more on the big Jets head coaching move and more on Baker Mayfield's personal response to my assessment about the Browns head coaching position. See, and oh and boy, you said moron. Do we, have, loud. do we have some mean tweets? I have no way? doubts. Fox. Laugh out loud.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. New Orleans, I'm Steve DeSager. Greetings, welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more information, visit geico.com. Could have Alex Marvez, Sirius XM NFL radio insider, stopping by with us in a couple of minutes to break down all the big news in the NFL, including, hey, Kyler Murray looks like he's going to declare for the NFL draft, according to reports, and some teams already weighing in that he will potentially be a first-round pick in the draft this year. Now, that really quick, before we get to Baker Mayfield, yeah, Kyler Murray's going to be a first-round pick because teams still need quarterbacks, and you're going to have to draft him in the first round to get him. Now, this doesn't mean Kyler Murray's going to go in the top five or the top eight or the top ten, but Kyler Murray is going to go somewhere in the first round, as will Dwayne Haskins, because we talk about supply and demand. The demand for head coaches this year in the NFL far outweighs the supply. The demand for quarterbacks from teams in the NFL far outweighs the supply. There's no real home runs in the draft. You can pump up Dwayne Haskins, and maybe he's but he's not like it was last year where it was Mayfield and Darnold and Allen and Rosen. It's just not that kind of year. So, yeah, I can easily see Kyler Murray sliding up just because of that. Cliff Kingsbury uh, had a, a previous quote saying, I'd draft him number one overall. That guy's a freak. Wow. He does know that the Cardinals have... Josh Rosen. How about right? that? I mean, that would no, be no. This cool. is before he be, he got hired. See, but now it's a better, they, it's a better story if you say it after. Cardinals to a K <laughs> on their Twitter. Got lots of craziness. You know, he's a friend of Sean McVay. I read that on azcardinals.com. Joining us now, the aforementioned Alex Marvez. Am, what's happening, buddy? A lot in my life. A lot. All elite wrestling, baby. Yeah, yeah buddy. I'm Hanging out it. with Jericho, the Young Bucks, oh Cody Rhodes, getting Cody. after it. It was amazing. It was a life-changing experience Tuesday night. It was a dream come true for me. The rally in Jacksonville for All Elite Wrestling uh, should be putting ink to paper pretty darn soon, getting something officially done uh, to join that group in a capacity we can talk about later. But I am so darn excited. Oh, yeah, we got some NFL stuff going on, too, around the league. And I tell you, it is going to be fascinating. And you talk about, you know, these quarterbacks and how, you know, the lack of, you know, really – and, of course, we do this four months out before the draft, right? We start talking about quarterbacks and – how, you know, oh, it's a mediocre class or not so great class. You know, I heard sort of some of that same noise when Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and Mitchell Trubisky were coming out, and these guys all get picked in the top 12 and end up all making the postseason this year. What I find especially interesting about this draft, though, number five, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the team that needs a quarterback. When you look at the t- team's picking in this draft, the Cardinals, even with Cliff Kingsbury, they're not going to be drafting a quarterback like Kyler Murray because of Josh Rosen. you got the Oakland Raiders at two. They're going to ride with Derek Carr. The 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo returning. They're set. Sam Darnold to the Jets at four. Suddenly Jacksonville's there, and you know the Lions are at number six. The Falcons are at seven. Both of those teams set at the quarterback position. The Bills are at nine. The Giants are at eight, and the Bucks are at ten. But the Bucks have already said – we're going to build around Jameis Winston today. That's what Bruce Arians was saying with the Packers at 11, the Panthers at 12. And I'm not trying to get too deep in the list here, but what I'm saying is that it's a very weird year because the teams that are at the top of the draft, they don't need quarterbacks. 
So what does that mean? Does this mean Jacksonville, would they even have to move up to address the quarterback position if that's the direction that they want to go, that they don't become big players in free agency? The New York Giants, are they going to move on from Eli Manning? They could be in an incredible spot at number eight to not have to give up a whole bunch of draft equity to get the player that they want because, again, so many teams have addressed the position with guys in the 2018 draft that are still picking up high in 2019. Yeah, but when and when but when you look at it, there's still going to be teams that want that. But I can see teams moving into the first round. Not that Kyler Murray's going to go in the top ten, but let's say Haskins goes somewhere in the top ten because at, at the end of the day, it probably will happen that way. He will probably sure. go because you see how panicked teams get towards a draft. He'll ah. go there. Kyler Murray will go in because somebody else is going to like him and want to try to do something with him. So they'll have to move into the first round to get him. Not that it's got to be top ten, but you know you're still going to see that because that's just what happens with quarterbacks. So then what do we look at here? Is it the Miami Dolphins, a team that admits it's on a rebuild? Do they feel at 17 that this is the time to start giving up draft picks? To, to in, you know they, they have given away draft picks in recent years to acquire veteran talent. Now with Chris Greer running the show, maybe it's a little bit different. Is it the Washington Redskins with an uncertain future for Alex Smith right. that decide to move up from pick 16? The Broncos sitting there at pick 14. And if you're the Cincinnati Bengals at pick 13, you ask yourself, uh, where are we going with Andy Dalton? What What is this? I mean, are we going to continue to remain mired at 500 or, or less without playoff victories? Is he truly that guy whenever they do decide to name a head coach that you know they're going to be committed for at least another year and they're not going to address quarterback that they feel Andy Dalton is good enough or not? I mean, so it's just a really quirky year at the quarterback position right now for teams that, you know, I mean, you're right, because Haskins is a top-10 talent. We'll see where Kyler Murray ends up. Listen, he's five foot eleven, and that is going to scare some teams off. I know that there have been great smaller quarterbacks in the NFL, you know, those guys who don't fit the prototype, but does Kyler Murray have a type of NFL body? Does he have that type of size that you feel good about? But I do know this. My man Gil Brand on SiriusXM, he loves him some Kyler Murray. He believes he's a first-round pick. And you raise an interesting point as well about how would you use him early on in an offense? Would he be a type of player that comes in and plays a designated type role like Lamar Jackson did early on in Baltimore, what Taysom Hill is doing down in New Orleans. And by the way, New Orleans needs a quarterback at some point, don't they? But they don't have a first-round pick. Teddy Bridgewater headed toward free agency, and no one is really sure if Taysom Hill is truly the heir apparent to Drew Brees. Swiss Army Knight, jack of all trades, Taysom Hill. All right, coaching carousel. Uh, Jason got his man, Jets, Adam Gates. Jets, Look, Tannehill, when he was on the field, had moments uh, of glory. Uh, can they be more consistent and take the raw material that is Sam Darnold uh, and the draft picks McCagnin chooses because right that's why Mike McCarthy's not there evidently uh can can they build this thing and finally become competitive in the same division with Adam Gase staying there oh no but I mean you know look I mean, I, I mean you know I got a, presents for all of you hey look at what I'm getting never mind go ahead Alex well, what's interesting, first, he wasn't their first choice, as it's come out. Matt Rule, a Baylor, was. And then a media report out there, you know, Manish Mehta started this, and it got confirmed elsewhere. The, the Jets' brain trust, and I'm using air quotes, which don't translate too well over radio, but they want to be able to hire the guy's staff. They wanted to add his coaches, and apparently Todd Monken was one of them, floated his way, the you know, guy who was the runner-up. Apparently at the end, I guess he'd be the third guy now. Uh, you know, would, they be, would Matt Rule be willing to bring him on as offensive coordinator because they really 
liked his interview with the team, and that didn't work out. And Matt Rule said, no, I, I want to hire my own people. I don't want to come here. So that right there will tell you a little bit about where the Jets are at. And we'll see with Adam Gase. You know, I don't know if he's going to learn from the mistakes that he made in South Florida. Remember there he had control over the 53-man roster. So if Jarvis Landry, Jay Ajayi, do we want to go over all the talented guys that he got rid of because he couldn't coach them, because he couldn't get along with them? I mean, and listen, I like Adam personally. I, I love his aggressive nature. I know he's had success in the NFL running an offense, but is this really the guy now that he doesn't have control over the 53? What if they tell him, no, sorry, you're not getting along with this guy. You work it out. You make it happen. You know, you, you change yourself. That's going to be something that's very different for Adam Gates. I just wonder if he learned from all the mistakes, and there's a lengthy list in South Florida, if he learned from those things because he didn't even have really time to think about them. The guy got fired on a Monday, and what are we at, 10 days later, 9 days later, he has another head coaching job? So does that reaffirm in his mind the things that he wasn't, that he he believed were right, that really weren't, that he's going to continue to do them because, well, the Jets hired me, so I'm the head coach of this team. Good luck with all that. No, no, it's, it's like Belichick. Belichick was bad first time around. Look what he's doing with the Patriots. It's the same thing with Adam Gase. <laughs> Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, another example. Hey, brother, trust me, I really hope Adam Gase gets it right. And, and you know, again, extenuating circumstances in South Florida, and there, there's a lot of people to blame there. But I look at this roster, too, and there's got to be such a rebuild that's going on for this team. And, you know, we'll see how that ends up. And, by the way, if he does bring in Vance Joseph as defensive coordinator, and I, I still think Vance is going to end up as the Bengals head coach from what I'm hearing. But if Vance doesn't get that Bengals job and he comes to New York with Adam Gase, as a lot of people are, are rumoring and whispering about, is he going to bring the wide nine? If he brings the wide nine, how does your personnel that you have now, in particular Leonard Williams, is he a 4-3 type of guy? Can he, you know, Do you bump him into that defensive tackle spot and hope he becomes even more of a game wrecker than he is right now? You know your safeties are good in this system, but it would require the Jets to tweak their personnel from what they've been running under Todd Bowles to what would be a pretty radically different system under Vance Joseph. Hey, I'm taking a look at the uh, the big divisional round playoff games this week. Obviously, the home teams are all huge favorites for a reason. They've all played phenomenally well during the season. Sean Payton brought in 200 grand LeBarno Trophy to try to motivate the Saints earlier today. If you had to take one visiting team to win this weekend out of Indianapolis, Dallas, the Chargers, Philadelphia, who are you taking? I'm going with Dallas, and I know Justin right now, Forsberg has oh. his head in his hands. He's crying, the big tears down his eyes, saying, actually, he's feeling good, I think, because I picked the Chargers to lose last week to the Ravens, and is hoping <laughs> that my bad luck will continue, because I only got one of four games right last week in my predictions, and I went with the home teams, and I was, you know, thoroughly embarrassed by doing such, but I think the Dallas Cowboys, and, and you know, I'm just impressed by the way that, that they, you know, handled that running attack of the Seattle Seahawks last week, and this, to me, is the key to this game. Is Todd Gurley Todd Gurley once again? Is it an 80, 80 to 100-yard Todd Gurley? Maybe even more than that. But even if he got 80 yards on 20 carries, you get the football out of Jared Goff's hands. And I think, I hate to say it like that, but, you know, Gil Brand on, on his Twitter account, again, I referenced Gil, but he had a very interesting stat about this huge differential, how Jared started the season so strong and how he faded as the year went on. I believe over the final five games of the season, his quarter, cumulative quarterback rating was 74.5 whereas Dak was like at 104.5. You know, and Amari Cooper, you know, still flourishing in this offense, and that Dallas defense being able to stop the run last week with Chris Carson and just stuff the Seahawks. So my question is, can they do the same to Todd Gurley? Because Jared Goff's had propensity for mistakes. He hasn't won a playoff game yet in his career. He's got to answer that question. I just think Dallas has a really legitimate shot of pulling this one off. You know, you mentioned Gil Brandt, and I've told you many times that Gil Brandt doesn't like me. I found somebody that doesn't like me more than Gil Brandt. Really? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Baker Mayfield. 
<laughs> He's making friends, Alex. We talked last night. Obviously, Freddie Kitchens gets the job today as Browns head coach. And we did had a conversation on the show last night that I said, you know what? Coaching Baker Mayfield might not be the end-all, be-all that people think it is. Look, they didn't have any big names interview. It was supposed to be the opening of the offseason. And look, when coaches see how Baker Mayfield acts towards Hugh Jackson, that's something that gets in their head. Boy, is this going to happen to me if things don't go well? Is he going to light me up? He's kind of unpredictable. So I put that out on Twitter, and he responded with a like and an LOL earlier today. And now that's, that's, that's all that's going through my timeline the past 12 hours. Maybe you should, like, maybe he'll friend you next. You know what I mean? Oh, this will be the beginning of a beautiful bromance. He'll you know follow I mean? me, and then I follow him. Sure. Right, but I, I don't want to break up this Harmon Smith tag team. You know what I mean? You guys could be vying for gold in AEW wrestling. Well, I'm showing up in Vegas, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to crash the uh, crash the ring. Crash the event, May 25th. I'll see you at MGM Arena. But uh, you know, so yeah, I don't think it's that with Baker. I, I really think people like Baker. I mean, I really do. I think he did a great job. The, the Hugh Jackson stuff. Look, a lot of people didn't like Hugh. If you had the man trying to keep you down, so to speak, right? And that's what Hugh Jackson did. Never gave the guy a chance to compete for a starting position during training camp against Terod Taylor, a footnote in Cleveland Browns history, right? He didn't even give him that opportunity. He didn't say, yeah, this job's open. No, he kept burying him, right? Oh, Todd Haley, hey, thanks for adjusting your offense to add those University of Oklahoma plays. Oh, wait, he didn't? Oh, no wonder he wasn't exactly going to bat for Todd Haley either because Todd didn't try to change things like Freddie Kitchens did. I think Freddie was the leader in the clubhouse because the number one goal for the Cleveland Browns was to find someone to develop the quarterback, to take Baker Mayfield's game to the next level, and they feel Freddie Kitchens is that guy. It's a huge decision by John Dorsey. It is huge. And remember this, you know, he didn't hire Freddie Kitchens. This is someone who impressed him with his work with the Cleveland Browns. Now the key for them is who's going to be their defensive coordinator, how radically are they going to have to change their system if they want to, uh, you know, from what they were doing under the now deposed Greg Williams, who won't be back with his team since he was not obviously named the head coach after serving as the interim but I don't think Baker Mayfield was a problem for the Browns at all I think Freddie Kitchens was their guy pretty much from the start and no one else was able to top him in the interview process as Chris Berman would say when you have a baker you need to make sure you get him into the kitchens yeah love it follow Alex Marvez at Alex Marvez and hey suplex him over a table if you uh, no no don't do that no, uh, no come no. on in if you will <laughs> hey um, thanks so much buddy we'll talk to you soon you guys are so fabulous thanks again we'll do it next week All See right. Alex. there goes Alex Marvez look I I disagree with look Alex Marvez that's a great statement to make there and what people are missing about my entire point about Baker Mayfield and Hugh Jackson. We'll get to that coming up next because, yes, that happened today. Baker Mayfield LOL'd my tweet about the Browns not being a great place for successful head coaches because Baker Mayfield's a wild card, completely unpredictable, and it's become a thing. We'll get into that coming up next. We got more on the Jets and Adam Gase and Kyler Murray headed to the NFL. This is Fox Sports Radio. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is for you, New Jersey. We hired Adam Gase as our new head coach tonight. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Get to more on Baker Mayfield in a second. We got Kyler Murray coming up, Adam Gase, the new Jets head coach. But this news coming in Yasmani Grandal has a new home. This is per Ken Rosenthal of Fox Sports, The Athletic. Yasmani Grandal has signed a one year contract with. Wait for it. 
Not the Mets. Not the New <laughs> Well, the Mets wanted to give him, you know, long-term money. Something silly like that. That Major League Baseball remember, players usually Bobby aspire to. Remember, remember, Yasmani Grandal turned down a four-year, $60 million offer yeah, from re- the Mets. Reportedly could be worth as much uh, as $60 million. Man. Guaranteed. Six, but you know, stop, Frostburg. We got a better catcher anyway, Wilson Ramos. Ramos! Maybe maybe if Yasmani Grandal could have caught a ball or thrown a ball, the Dodgers could have won. So that leads me to one of the great tweets that I've now <laughs> seen in my timeline. <laughs> Yasmani, but, go ahead. Yasmani Grandal, remember, turned down a four-year, $60 million deal with the Mets to sign a one-year deal with the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> well, the fan-sided uh, LA Sports Hub Twitter account said, well, he was already on the Brewers in the NLCS anyway. Oh! <laughs> so, again, he turned down 4-60 and 60 for one, what was it, $17.5 million? Well, it was 17.9 was the qualifying offer uh, from the Dodgers, and he signs for 18 and a quarter. Yeah, signs for 18. So, betting on himself that he can get a longer-term deal. So, he rather would go to the Brewers. Well, I guess the fans like him there. Uh, Dodger fans like the bat, like them at times. Probably not so uh, happy about him in the offseason. See, but here's the thing about Yasmani Grandal is it's not like he's a young guy. And the fact that he's going to be 30 years old when the season starts, he's not someone that's going to have another good year. Look, he's a 24-70 and 70 guy. I mean, that's who he is, and he hits about 240. That's who Yasmani Grandal has been. He's been good the last three years, but he's 24, 25, and 70, which is good for a catcher. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to have another 24, 70, hit 240, and get a five-year deal. You're not going to get that. You play this year for the Brewers, the most money you're going to get the year after this is going to be, what, two years? I mean, you're going to have to worry about going to, and that's from an AL team probably. When you get over 30 and you're still a catcher, who's going to give you that kind of money? Well, then you start getting into the the point also where injuries are cropping up. Catchers start doing uh, more platooning and having the opportunity to have that major payday goes down. So while you would have lost a little bit in your average salary, we're talking near to $60 million guaranteed Yeah, this money. is $60 million guaranteed for the next four years you would have gotten compared to here's $18 million this year, and then let's say you're a free. Then, all right, how about one year and $12 million? One year and $8 million, depending on how. You have a bad year, What look what happens. All right, that's the thing is that, oh, I'm betting on my, yeah, but if you have a bad year, you are not going to get that kind of money. If you hit 220 with 12 homers and 55 RBIs, no one's going to say, oh, it's just a bad year. Here's four years and no, 60 million. No, you're just million. a guy. No one's giving you f- no one gave you four- no one gave you more than that when you're coming off 24 and 70, hitting 240. So how do you think you're going to get more of that money? Matt how Joe. do you think that you're going to get more of that money? The Mets was your golden goose and you killed it. You stabbed it to cut it open to get all the eggs at once. And look what happened. Smartest movie he's ever made. You know what? You know what, Frostburg? We would He could have been a teammate of Tebow. He and could- I hate the guy. No, but that's like the smartest no- movies ever made. Buddy, that's like knowing Sean McVay. That's the golden ticket. That's the that's the you talk about golden eggs, that's it. Mm-hmm. He could have been getting a Tebow sign this bucket of balls. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, you don't go to the Mets until you're really done. Oh, hey, you know what? We, we 
You want? You got the, Piazza when he was done. We're the fa- no. Come on, he was still good. He might want to come back now. Remember, he lost all that money when he built, bought that soccer team and it went to hell. You, you know, Wilson. That's Ramos, a big deal. He'll get hurt at some point. We'll need somebody else, I'm sure, to play but catcher. For four years, nearly sixty million dollars. Uh, you got to take that. You, you, you got to take. You when leave you're Los thirty Angeles, years look, old, you got to take that. I mean, he did take the extra three hundred fifty grand to get out of LA. Oh, all right, I'm out. Beat it. Well, cost of living <laughs> in Milwaukee a lot lower than than Los Angeles. So. But you, know, he's you, not you gonna, pick up some wins there from a taxation not make purpose. that back. I mean, he, really. He gets, gets more cheese. I mean, I know California's got good cheese. California's got the best but, cheese. But you got, you know, the greater Wisconsin uh, cheese. You can drive down to Chicago nice and easily. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, why do you have to go out of town to get cheese? Well, he doesn't have to go. No, he goes there for pizza. He can slide oh, down okay. Bernie Brewer's slide that's all he true. wants now. I think that's part of his contract. He gets to do that to start every game. He every slides down day. and then goes in and plays catcher. But that's you. Know, you turn down four and sixty, and you're going one and eighteen, and then every contract you get after that is going to be less. That's hard, man. That that's a hard conversation. I'd love to hear the the rationale. I mean, even if you believe in what the Brewers are selling and you like what you, the guys you played against in the NLCS, and you you made a lot of friends, whatever. Just from a straight business perspective, because you made so many bad errors, you made a lot of friends. No, we well, like you, look, and maybe you just said I can't go back to Los Angeles because they hate me. But I don't know how you don't go to – I mean, look, New York would hate you in short order, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, they would. But you'd have $60 million. He's doing the Rod Tidwell now. No, I'll bet on myself. I'll be strong up here. I'll be strong mentally. I'll bet on myself. No. Four and 60, you got to take it. It's different from Le'Veon Bell because he wasn't getting that offer from anybody. So, yeah, I'm going to hold out. But this was four and 60, and you said, nope. And now your agent comes back and says, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So eighteen million this year, great. What about year two, year three? Um, it's up in the air at this point, uh, because it's only one year. So I'll send that paperwork over to you, and you can sign it. I'll just fax it right over. I'm sorry, just send it right over to you, and then you can have it. <laughs> so there it is. What happens when you turn down four and sixty? You get one and eighteen. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike and Swollen Dome. More from the NFL coming up in a minute. But first, a special delivery. Steve DeSager. With what's trending besides Yasmani Grandal, let's do And the Dodgers get a compensation pick in the draft next year. So they really come out ahead on this all around. If I can just quote the stat wonks that they love his defense, the metrics. But I test something that you brought up. What exactly did the Brewers see in the NLCS that says, I got to have that guy as my catcher all year next year? Was it the drops, throws home, the pass balls, the striking out, the double plays he hit into, the 182 average? Not quite sure on that. Okay, you guys, are you and Frostburg going to hug each other? Hug it out. Just get over it. All right. He's gone. A, Steve, what you said, all of the above. And B, you can't spell metrics without Mets. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> uh, okay, you are All right. correct. All right. That, that's hard to argue against. You can't, you can't, can't make a point when I say something so real uh, like that. Uh, Grandal is ridiculously streaky at the plate. Last year, I looked it up. 300 hitter in April, 180 in May, 160 the next year, then 300 the next month, then 160, and so forth and so on. Well, the Jets do have a new head coach. Reportedly, it will be Adam Gaze, recently fired by the Dolphins after three seasons there. Gaze, a former 
Offensive coordinator with the Broncos and Bears turns 41 this year. With Miami, he went 5-1 and one against the Jets. The Browns promoted Freddie Kitchens to head coach. Kitchens, former Alabama quarterback, is 44. The Vikings offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski, was the other finalist in Cleveland. He'll return to Minnesota. Greg Williams, who was the Browns' interim coach, was let go. The Broncos' new head coach is 60-year-old Vic Fangio, who was Bears defensive coordinator. He's been an NFL assistant with seven different teams. Gary Kubiak is expected to be Denver's offensive coordinator. The Oakland A's expect Oklahoma quarterback Kyler Murray, their first rounder in baseball, to declare for the NFL draft this weekend before the deadline, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, and that he'll have to pick one of the sports. Of course, he has the invite to A spring training in February. There's a little thing called the NFL Combine in February as well. Clemson defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence declared for the NFL draft along with two teammates on uh, on defense. In the NBA, we only have a couple games to Still going. Those Chicago Bulls at 10 and 30 are in the game at Portland. It's Blazers 74-70, third quarter. Mid-second quarter in L.A., Lakers now ahead 38-31 over the Pistons. Earlier wins for Memphis and New Orleans. College hoops, Old Miss beat number 11 Auburn. We'll be back to the show in 10 seconds. But first, a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. One college hoops note. There was an overtime game tonight that was 106-104. 21st ranked Marquette won at Creighton for Marquette. Marcus Howard, who averages 26 points per game, scored 53 out of the 106 for his team. Uh, Three-point range, he was 10 for 14. And nine turnovers. Back to you. And don't forget, Syracuse gave Clemson the first of what will be two losses in Syracuse this calendar year tonight. <laughs> Whoa, look at now you. Now in basketball and in the fall in football. <laughs> Hashtag football basketball school. Well, you have one top 20 season. You're going nuts. <laughs> hey, hey, you, get them that you count your wins when they come through and you peacock as loudly as you can. <laughs> Thank you, Steve-O. Right. We're live from the Geico Studios, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We'll have more on the Kyler Murray breaking story coming up in about 15 minutes. But last night on the show, we got into a debate about Baker Mayfield. And I told you that the reason you're not seeing big names be bandied about for the Browns head coaching job is because coaching Baker Mayfield is dicey for coaches who have experienced success because you saw the way that Baker Mayfield treated Hugh Jackson following Hugh Jackson being fired. Lighten him up on social media, not giving him a hug, giving him the side-eye stare as he went down the field the final game of the season. And this is not a defense of Hugh Jackson because Hugh Jackson was a bad coach, but coaches see how Baker Mayfield treats his former head coach. And when it comes to the point of, hey, do you want this job? You think, well, is that going to be me? If we don't get along or if, if things go sideways, is I suddenly have to worry about what Baker Mayfield's going to say. Is he going to buy in? Because it's the Baker Mayfield show in Cleveland, and it is he is the most powerful guy in the organization. This is why you did not have the big-name coaches and anybody come out of the woodwork for the Browns job because they understand this. They saw how Mayfield treated his former head coach. Right or wrong for Mayfield – because Hugh Jackson didn't do the right things, and Browns fans all love Mayfield, and Mayfield's done a lot of, of, of the right things, and I've said many good things about Mayfield, but this this is a really bad optic to say, hey, oh, boy, really, he lights up Hugh Jackson, he doesn't let it go, and here's Hugh again. And it might, it might be very satisfying, but it's very petty and petulant outside of the Cleveland Browns locker room. And 
you have to realize that's going to hurt you in hiring a head coach. Nobody came out to say, I want to go coach Baker Mayfield. You didn't get anybody. Didn't get Lincoln Riley. You didn't get anybody. Nobody said, I want to go do it. Nobody. Mike McCarthy, no interview. Yeah, Bruce but- Arians said he wanted to do it. You saw what happened at the end of the season. Bruce Arians not mentioned. You know, to get an interview to talk to the Browns. Stop. And you can't tell me John Dorsey is, oh, he's controlled. No, because nobody said they wanted to come and coach. It was between Freddie Kitchens, who got the job today, who was their OC, or Kevin Stefanski, who was the OC for the Minnesota Vikings, that nobody else was talking to for their head coaching job. Nobody else was. Well, the curiosity, though, is behind closed doors, behind the scenes, were there initial conversations uh, about things, or was it strictly a hey, we like what Freddie Kitchens did, and let's roll it up and see if over a full season this works. Let's figure out the rest of the staff, but let's give him the keys to the kingdom. He and Baker work well together. You got an offense that was humming along. People, as much as we liked Baker uh, and his numbers, and people get excited. Forget Don't forget about Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb had himself a hell of a season and, and acquitted himself as, a top 10 back for fantasy purposes, for sure. Mm-hmm. But in terms of where you're at in the NFL, that's a guy that's a 20 carry a game back for you going forward. You get that great balance rolling. So how much of it was we've got something that finally is positive. We're being spoken of in positive terms. So let's roll with this and give him a year or two. And if it fails, then we, we know what Baker is and, and we know where this is going. And if it's the coach that, that then limits it, then we can get rid of Freddie Kitchens if this experiment then fails. So I think there's something to do with the positivity. For for Bruce Arians, wondering about control, right? You're not going to have any control with Dorsey uh, in there and the front office. So maybe that backs you up. Maybe they didn't want to pay. They just mm-hmm. didn't want to pay a head coach what, what the commensurate salary is. I guarantee you Kitchens isn't getting the kind of money that McCarthy – or that Bruce Arians was looking for in this. Wait, we can get a coach that works with this guy pretty well on the cheap? Yeah, that works. And for Baker Mayfield on the whole, he's a WWE villain who embraced it. So we we did this story last night. Yeah, and people hate you. We put it out on Twitter, and Baker Mayfield responded to it with a like and a checkmark of LOL on our statement that big-time coaches with success don't want to coach Mayfield because of the dangers that come with coaching Baker Mayfield. And he gave us a big LOL, and it's been going crazy virally on social media all day. It continues on right now. Mayfield gave us all kinds of content for this tonight. We got some mean tweets oh, coming no, your way no in a couple minutes. Sure. You can check it out, foxsportsradio.com. I'll tweet it out again. You can see the take and everything else. We'll get into it in, in more detail coming up in a little bit. But that's really what happened. Mayfield responding today with a, with a checkmark LOL. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, so now he's involved in this. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. So with that happening today and Baker Mayfield responding, likely because other Browns fans who were going crazy at, at, at us, I can never go to Cleveland again. They sent that to him. He saw it. He writes, LOL. We have a lot of good mean tweets. Oh, there's no question about it. Do you like to hear some? Sure. All right. Absolutely. Uh, We have our uh, music, please, Sam. We can probably do the rest of the show. Should I just leave? Uh, I don't know that I have. Well, I I got a lot. I got a lot. All right. I got a lot. But I like like to go through the the unique ones. 
Oh yeah, let's yeah, get it. Guys don't want sure. the one. You're stupid. How do you have a job? Oh, uh, yeah, you're really good looking, but boy, you're really not smart. You know, whatever those ones. I like to go to the different ones. Alex says, "Eat a fat old blank man Whoa. bun man bun boy." What? Eat a fat old blank man bun boy. Man bun. Man boy. bun. How do I have a man? You have no man hair. Bun. I haven't had hair in fifteen well, you get, years. You got a man. You got a tail back there. Man what? bun <laughs> boy. <laughs> man bun boy. What the hell? Uh, Dreamweaver says. You deserve to have your check mark shoved up your bleeping blank. Whoa. Wow. Wow. The small part of the check mark first or the bigger part? Probably the bigger part. You'd grab it by the smaller part, right? That's what you would do? Uh, I think there's probably some theories to that. We'll leave that for our folks down in the next town over. Kyle says, I bet Bruce Arians wants to tell you to shut the blank up. Uh Bruce Arians could have had that Browns job. Bruce Arians going down to coach the Buccaneers with an orange Kangol. What the hell's he got to do with it? He can't chime in on this. He's going to wear a patch over his eye and go on the Buccaneers ship. He's going to be awesome. Boy, I can't wait till he he has him wearing the creamsicles on that ship. Jason Kidd. I mean, not that Jason Kidd. That'd be pretty cool. Hall of Famer, triple-double. You ever see that look a dog has when it farts itself awake and can't figure out what the blank is going on? Uh, you've had family members do that. Don't talk about a dog. That's the look on my face when I read what Jason Smith said. <laughs> look, don't read it. Listen to you it. actually read it? Listen yeah. to the argument. People are reading instead Listen of listening. Listen to the excitement in his voice as he trolls Cleveland. Rilla says, you're trying to get famous on Baker Mayfield's coattail. <laughs> trying to make up things about <laughs> Baker Mayfield so he can get a better job. I think Baker Mayfield's got a pretty good job. I don't, I don't think Baker I don't, Mayfield wants to leave. I don't even think a lot of this was about Baker Mayfield. Trying to I Mayf- think it was more about the coaches than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> like, Baker Mayfield, as we've talked about on this show, that's his personality. Right. That's who he is. It's on you whether you want to be there or not. So if giant head coaches are not circling, there's reasons. And in your argument, you say Baker Mayfield has that that ring that perhaps people don't want to didn't want to permeate, don't want to be part of that. I say there's more an organizational institutional. We can both agree that there's some some arguments to be made because in the end, Freddie Kitchens is your head coach. But read it. Listen to it. Come on. Trying to make up things about Baker Mayfield so he can get a better job. He's quarterback of the Browns. He's quarterback of the Browns. He's having a, a hell of a run. Nick says you are clearly clueless looking for clickbait because no one watches your show. That's, well, that's true. We are. We are. I mean, we, we do get watched by people. We do staggering down the street at we, times. We, we are a radio show. That is true. So there is that. So it is I mean, ve- we're going to work on getting a camera yeah. in here. It and- is very difficult to watch yeah. a radio show. No, it's, maybe, sometimes it can well, be hard. Sometimes. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. We'll have more on Baker Mayfield coming up in twenty minutes. But straight ahead, your Heisman Trophy winner headed. To the National Football League. Where will he get drafted? Is this the right call? Get to it next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And big news out of the National Football League slash Major League Baseball camps. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, citing multiple sources, the Oakland A's expect Oklahoma quarterback Kyler Murray to declare for the 2019 NFL draft before Monday's deadline. According to other reports, he could potentially be a first-round pick. He's getting first-round feedback, and so he could declare for the draft. Now, here's the sticky wicket, is that as he gets ready for the draft combine, he's also supposed to be getting ready for training camp and spring training with the A's. The A's plan is to start him out at high level A. Remember, the A's took him very early uh, in the first round. But it's okay because the A's don't start really playing till August. That's but a good point. They want to get him ready because the minor leagues start early. Here's Kyler Murray and the big debate. It was baseball, 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 baseball. Scott Boris is his agent. He's a guy that was drafted number five overall by the A's and... He's got a great baseball future, but he goes and wins the Heisman Trophy this year for Oklahoma, and now the NFL is calling. It's going to have to be a decision for him because he's so young. He's not Deion Sanders where he can go from, hey, you know, he's pretty good here and do here, and I can go play baseball during the day and go play football on Sunday. I mean, it was you think about how insane it was that Deion Sanders would play in a, a football game on a Sunday and then go play outfield for the Braves you know, the next day and sometimes that same night, it was absolutely insane. Whoever has Kyler Murray wants to make sure that this is who he's playing for. And this is very difficult for him because he's got to get ready for spring training, but he also have to get ready for the combine. I can see him going in the first round because things have changed quarterback-wise over the course of the past month, month and a half. You no longer have guys declaring for the draft coming in that are good surefire guys to be taken to the top of the draft. Justin Herbert's making an incredibly bad mistake going back to Oregon for his senior year. The NFL wants him. He's ready. He'd be the number one pick, but he decides to go back to Oregon. I don't care he's coming off a bad bowl game. He'd be the number one pick. Now he's waiting for a year when suddenly he's competing with Tua Tonga Viola and Jake Fromm, and now who knows where he's going to go after staying one more year. Ask Matt Leinert what that was like. So I get that Kyler Murray's going to go in the first round if he declares and says, I'm going to choose football. But I would stay with baseball because the A's have drafted him to be a superstar. They're going to make sure they do everything they can to get him through their system where he can play. Whereas for football, you have to change everything you do offensively to fit his skill set. Look, the guy's not tall. He's 5'10". He's going to have a tough time. You have to take your entire offensive scheme and build it around him. And are you going to do that? Are you going to do that, or are you going to draft him and think maybe we can kind of slide him in here? The success of Lamar Jackson will do wonders for Kyler Murray. You could take a guy who, all right, maybe an end-of-first-round type pick, let him see things for most of his season, and then put him in and think it's going to be successful. But you need a very specific type of offense for Kyler Murray. And are teams going to change everything for Murray the way the A's make sure he's going to get to Major League Baseball? They're not. It's going to be easier to turn the page on a guy uh, late in the first round, he didn't work out, than it is for a guy taken early in the first round. The higher you are drafted, the longer you have to prove yourself. 
And Kyler Murray is drafted higher in Major League Baseball than he will be in the NFL draft. He'll be a curiosity type guy. If Lamar Jackson didn't work out for the Ravens, it would have been, okay, well, we missed, but you know we'll go get another guy because he wasn't a high first-round draft pick. Kyler Murray, if he was going to be a top-five guy, I'd say, okay, you know, yeah, go do it. You're, but you're not. You're going to be some, you're going to be a guy that someone reaches into the end of the first round to get maybe. So that that's really difficult to say. Okay, I'm going to eschew baseball to go play football. For well, them. and that's part of it. As we talked with Alex Marvez earlier in the hour, the the question of here's all the teams that drafted quarterbacks and were still bad. That's still that now they've got their guy of the future. Maybe they changed out their coaching staff, but they're not going to dive away from their 2018 draft pick or even their 2017 for that matter that that fast so you you start looking at the the landscape and and where's the earliest landing spot where it makes sense and, and who's going to to ride up especially when you're going to churn over half the coaches in two years mm-hmm. who's going to ride that and say oh, okay this is my guy and, and go and, and put themselves on the line I, I don't know i think baseball is probably the, the easier way but it's going to be an interesting couple of months to watch Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we get back into the biggest NFL story of the night. Gase closed, TJ. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Oh, five-second guitar solo. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance, more info. Visit Geico.com. Happy tonight. We have the Baker Mayfield trolling job to break down. Syracuse beats Clemson, not for the first time in 2018. <laughs> 2019. Hey, just double down on all the hot takes. Let's go. Hot takery 19. And the masked singer is about to start here on the West Coast. Oh, I'm jacked up about it. Let me tell you. I think the yeah. lion is Mike McCarthy in a Jets hat. You think so? Watch out. Mike McCarthy in a Jets hat. So you're getting trolled by Baker Mayfield, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that in a moment. Frostburg is now on our very large new televisions here. Going out of his way to show me the finely quaffed Brian Urlacher and Dick Butkus waving towels. That's not fair. I never went out of my way. (laughs) And I, and I, I, I see them coming out of the tunnel and they're waving towels. So I know what this leads to. So you know what? I'll see you all in hell. Okay? Every last one of you. No, I just gonna, need to know if he makes the kick or not. Jerks. We're going we're gonna to watch a replay. I'm going to watch the, that for the rest of the show. We got a replay of the Bears and Second the Second half of the show. If Don't I you know I have blood pressure concerns? What are you trying to do to me? On our, th- on our four TVs here right now in our studios, we have the Lakers on two of them. Yeah, obviously. We clearly. have the Mass I, I need to see Lonzo Ball miss shots in stereo. We have the Mass Singer on one. And we have a replay of the Bears and the Eagles on the fourth. It's a nail biter, I was told. <laughs> hey, it comes down to the end. It's exciting. <laughs> Maybe you know, he makes it this time. <laughs> Maybe it got tipped. Maybe what is it? Choose, choose your own adventure? Maybe it'll change. If you think Cody Parkey makes the kick, turn to page 255. Oh, there's only 254 pages in the book. Oh, I can't believe it. I got guys because of you mm-hmm. challenging me to, <laughs> hey, find audio of these coaches telling Baker Mayfield to go oh, away. Man, I'll Put you. up 10 grand. <laughs> Browns fans are insane after what happened today. What uh, the hell? We'll get to that coming up in 20 minutes. But the big NFL news of the day. The New York Jets have a new head coach. 
And it is former Dolphins head coach Adam Gase. Why do you uh, sigh and exhale and because, whatever like that? Because he's looked at his career record. Because I, the best thing I can say about Adam Gase, and look, it's not many times the Jets would hire a head coach. It wouldn't be the number one story in the show. But when Baker Mayfield trolled me earlier today on Twitter, that kind no, of became that well, story. Sure. Which we'll get to in a few minutes. But um, here's the thing, is that Adam Gase, three years ago, people thought about him like people think about Sean McVay. He was the offensive genius, the young guy with all kinds of cachet coming out of Denver and Chicago. He was it. He was the guy. He was it. The Dolphins hire him and goes to the playoffs first year with Miami. Then goes six and ten, seven and nine, fired ten days ago. The Jets hire him today. I am cautiously, somewhat, hopefully, optimistic. That's the best I can do about Adam Gase. Why? Because he certainly checks boxes that the Jets are looking for. Young, offensive, wonderkind who can coach Sam Darnold. Got him. He calls his own plays, so the Jets don't have to worry about bringing in a new system. Good. Got him. All good. Uh, he's someone who's been head coach in the NFL before, knows how to run a program. Good. Don't have to worry about a guy getting used to things. All of that is good. Beat the Jets five out of six times. He knows how to win and beat teams in his division. Good. I'm not so concerned about his under 500 record because he went to the playoffs once and he didn't have a quarterback. Ryan Tannehill was his guy, but as you know, famously, he had to get by with Jay Cutler a year ago, and Tannehill played in 50% of the games that Adam Gase coached for the Dolphins. So I'm not as concerned about that as I am that when he got fired from the Dolphins 10 days ago, players openly cheered his getting fired. They hated him at the end that much. He got let go because he was feuding with the owner, Stephen Ross. He was upset because Stephen Ross wanted him to give away his control over the 53-man roster, and Adam Gase said, no, I want control over the 53-man roster. So this is why he got fired. The players hated him, and the owner hated him. So I was excited about Adam Gase up until that point. But here's the big takeaway is that there is nobody this year that's great. This is a year where supply and demand are completely unequal. The demand for head coaches is huge. Every year now it's six or seven. We're turning over six or seven in the NFL. So the demand is there. The demand is there for a young offensive whiz kid who can come in and run his own program or some offensive quarterback or offensive-minded coach to come in and take over a team. And we just don't have that this year. Mike McCarthy already announced tonight, I'm sitting out 2019, ready to go again in 2020. He didn't get the Jets job. There's no good candidate because even if the Jets hired Mike McCarthy, who was I wanted, he's also someone who comes with the baggage of, oh, yeah, he couldn't get along with Aaron Rodgers, and he got fired midway through the season. There's no good candidate. There's no great guys. Oh, boy, I wish we would have got him. There's only, I'm glad we didn't get this guy. I'm glad we didn't get Cliff Kingsbury. We didn't get this. So I, I all I can be is cautiously optimistic about Adam Gase. That's where I that that's where I'm at. Well, the, offensively, bringing Tannehill along and they they play well. Bringing, no, no, no. We're not bringing Tannehill along. We have Sam Darnold. While we're not bringing Tannehill. in Miami, not hey, he could be a backup. No, don't. <laughs> Tannehill is a backup. I don't okay. know. That's the NFL. You never know. But the the idea being that 
you, the biggest thing, you had no identity this year. And I think that's what the players mo- were most frustrated by was some weeks it's a heavy dose of Frank Gore and Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times and, and people loved or hated the Drake, depending on when Adam Gase decided to deploy him. So it's kind of the, one of those situations as we had with a number of other coaches like, hey, well, Mike McCarthy for one. Hey, Jones is your best running back. Where's he at? And mothballs to week eight. <laughs> right. And he got to stick around mm-hmm. until they were eliminated. But either way, he finds himself out the door. And you, you look at the the offense, you had a couple of wide receivers. You kept waiting for them to break through between Stills and Devontae Parker, who never really became what everybody anticipated. So you had these these big bodied wide receiver. You bring in Dan, Danny Amendola, he's damaged goods but still racks up receptions if you're in your PPR leagues and, and helping to move the chains, but never really committing one way or the other as to how you were going to push this offense forward, at least this year. Defensively struggled uh, at times and, and came up with big wins, right? They had the big win over Chicago, and they had a couple of big moments, but consistency never there. With the Jets, you've got your quarterback. So if he is the quarterback guru, as everybody has laid out, mm-hmm. and that's the reputation, and, and you go forth, of the guys that were available, you got a head coach, and now we see if you can get your locker room to rally around him. I know there are a number of other coaches that haven't gotten a, a sniff at the jobs yet that people are upset about, but with Adam Gase, gets the knock on the door. The Jets have a lot of money, a lot of cap space, a lot of opportunity to build around Sam Darnold. We'll see if Gase is the guy to do it. And finally, uh, challenge to the throne of the New England Patriots. Apparently, the biggest thing that pushed Adam Gase to the Jets, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon, was that last night, Christopher Johnson, acting owner of the Jets, while Woody Johnson, his brother, is off in, in England as the ambassador to the United Kingdom, got a phone call from someone singing the praises of Adam Gase. And that person was Todd Ball. That was person it John Cena? Was, was it the guy behind the turkey mask on the Masked Singer? It was the guy in the deer mask on the Masked Singer, because that looks like True Detective Season 1. It was none other than Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, who called and apparently convinced Christopher Johnson Hire Adam Gase. Today, Adam Gase is hired. Now, when the cable company called today, I didn't switch to cable. So, I mean, there there's certain phone calls that you can convince people to do things and certain ones you can't. The Jets hire Adam Gase. Was this a great process? No. You know, Matt Rule, Baylor head coach, wanted to bring his own crew in. The Jets said, no, we have our guys we like. This is what we're thinking of. So he said, beat it. Look, that's the best I can give you is that I'm I'm tepidly excited about the future, but it's like that for every head coach. There's nobody that comes in this year with a, oh, hey, this guy's great. This is a guy that's going to do it. Some guys are going to wind up doing well, and we're going to write the whole narrative at the end of the season going, oh, you could see exactly why Cliff Kingsbury was going to be great from the beginning. Meanwhile, no, all you're doing now is going back and cherry-picking the stuff he did well. Nobody. A couple of guys are going to do well. A couple of guys aren't going to do well. But this is just happens to be a bad year if you need a new head coach. It's just like when you have the number one pick in the NFL draft. 
Right? Some years you have the number one pick and it's, oh boy, it's Andrew Luck or RG3, and you're going, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, we got to make a choice. Sometimes it's last year where it's like, it could be Baker Mayfield, it could be Sam Darnold, it could be Saquon Barkley. Oh my goodness. Other years it's like this year where it's Nick Bosa, maybe? Is it, we get a, offensive lineman? Some years it's good sure. to have the number one pick, other years it's eh. This is the year for coaching. Some years it's good to have a coaching opening because there's a lot of guys out there. Some years it's like this. When the sexiest name is Mike McCarthy, who was fired midway through the season because he couldn't get along with his quarterback and is now not even going to get a job. Right. He's going to sit out the whole season and get paid by the Packers well, and, and that's then the thing. back into things in 2020. That shows you it's just a bad year to have an opening. Well, and that's these, where it's at for everybody. Right. With the size of the contract that he was under with the Packers, who sit and take the cash, uh, regroup, reconstitute your offense, and figure out what's next because we're getting seven or eight jobs a year the way this is going. Who, who knows? Cliff Kingsbury may uh, flame out and Arizona goes for the hat trick. Three straight years with a head coach. Okay, they won't. But the, Todd Bowles? Oh. Whoa, now you're talking. But me, Todd Bowles at the 11th hour. People thinking he was going to go to Chicago after Vic Fangio goes to goes to Denver. Nope. No, nope. he went stays with Bruce Arians. That was his guy reportedly for the last month, six weeks, that they talked about it and said, let's do this together. We can figure this out. And that's great. But you you got a couple of names and the, the coaches – that are getting getting run, you know, Bruce Arians wanted back in the game. I think people around the league are happy he's there, right? Mm-hmm. Tampa's got a lot of offensive pieces in place, and we talked about it last night, to where they can suddenly be interesting in that division. Otherwise, you're taking a, a roll, dice roll on a young coach or a, a guy that maybe isn't as well-known. I mean, rule if he'd gone to the Jets, how openly and roundly mocked are they? I like the fact that it comes out that he said, I'm not taking what you're dealing me. It's my my guys or the highway. Beat it. <laughs> so okay, he says, you don't beat get the coach in the NFL. Oh. Then well, I'll come back. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll wait, bide my time, and I'll go to another job another time. I'd I like guess. to say, but if Baylor stinks, you're not getting it. But Cliff Kingsbury got fired and got a head coaching job in the NFL. Yes, it was the Arizona Cardinals, but, but still, yeah, still, he failed he, upwards. Hey, one of 32, buddy. It's like Craig Kilborn. He failed upwards. Oh, what are you doing? That's kind of what it was. Wow. That was pretty hateful. He was in old school. <laughs> Twitter, had, you know, guys don't tell on each other guys, right? We don't do that, right? We don't do that to each other. Earmuffs, pal. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, I got trolled today by Baker Mayfield, and it's become a thing. Break it all down. You want to hear it? Next on Fox. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. And I got trolled by Baker Mayfield today. It became a thing. Might have been one of your finest moments in recent memory. Other than vacationing in Detroit. It was a shocking day. As last night we talked about how the Browns weren't getting big-name head coaching candidates because Baker Mayfield's treatment of Hugh Jackson, right or wrong, is a bad optic. When you want a coach to come in and take over your program, when he sees your quarterback fighting a season-long battle against a guy who was fired by talking about how fake he was with the team or refusing to give him a hug after the game or give him a big sidelong stare going down the field the final week of the season. Baker Mayfield makes news. 
coaches see this and go, do I want to go there and coach Baker Mayfield because I don't know how things are going to play out if we lose four in a row? What if things go bad? Is he going to light me up and throw me under the bus? That's a thing because you can't go from the Browns is the opening to end all openings to, well, Freddie Kitchens was always the guy. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. The Browns hire Freddie Kitchens today, and we told you last night they're going to get somebody who doesn't have a chance to be a head coach anywhere else because that's who's going to coach Baker Mayfield. You didn't get an interview with Bruce Arians, who said he wanted the job. Mike McCarthy didn't talk to you. Nobody came out of the woodwork to say, yes, I want Baker Mayfield, the guy's a winner. Lincoln Riley. No, nobody wanted to do it. Well, maybe Bruce Arians decided that Tampa was a better job. Maybe he likes orange Kangol hats, fully orange, better than brown Maybe he wanted Tampa. Maybe he wanted to take over the old Hogan's Beach spot (laughs) and have himself a nice restaurant and like little beach club down there near Tampa over the causeway. But the question becomes for Freddie Kitchens how much they loved him internally and if Baker Mayfield had enough say with Dorsey and the front office. Of course, he's the most powerful guy in the organization, Baker Mayfield. But just to say, hey, this works. Let's build on this. And not to pay somebody $8 million, $10 million to come over the top because you bring in Arians, you bring in McCarthy. It's about them. The Well, they're the head coach. No, I mean, no, no, they no, need no, to but, be able to put their system in. Can you do that with Baker Mayfield? Or is Freddie Kitchens just going to do whatever Baker Mayfield wants? The point wants? being that they're that's both happen. media beloved, particularly Arians. Oh, that's but okay. McCarthy and his history that may, maybe that's – Freddie just goes and, and coaches. That's his job, and you don't have to pay him yeah, much. Yeah, but I think Bruce Arians turned around the Cardinals. That's pretty bleeping good. Sure. I, it's not like both Bruce Arians and Mike McCarthy don't have track records. No, These no, no. Guys but, tra- they've but done the really point, good things. Is maybe they decided whatever through the vetting process, whatever the other variables were that they had to jump, the Haslam's jumping into the fray at some point along the way, you know what? Tampa's better. Maybe I'll go work with Jameis Winston <laughs> So because that's a more stable environment. You know? After we threw this out there last night, it went up on social media, Fox Sports Radio, Twitter account, put it out, and it started to gain a lot of traction earlier today to the point where in the middle of the day, I'm checking my Twitter account and I see the Fox Sports Radio thing go up. You know, Successful head coaches don't want to come coach Baker Mayfield with the link to the segment we did talking about it. And then I see... Baker Mayfield liked the tweet, and I click on it and go, no, that's not a fake account. That's Baker Mayfield liked this tweet about how nobody wants to come coach him. And then he responded to it with an LOL. And as soon as he did that, things exploded. Still getting all kinds of stuff coming into my social media account now, Fox Sports Radio. It became a thing because Baker Mayfield put LOL. This is the world we live in. Doug Gottlieb says this all the time. It's so awesome we can get so much material out of three letters on social media. I mean, it really is amazing, but that's kind of what today became. 4,800 retweets, 3,600, 226 likes. That's how loud. The LOL. What, 35,000 likes? Was that what it was? for? It's uh, up to 36,2 now. Oof, man. So, you know, more people as we revisit this topic over the course (laughs) of the evening. More hate mail. I got people challenging me uh, to find audio on your take. Uh, (laughs) No, nobody, nobody, nobody listens to a damn thing I say. What'd you say? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but I'm being challenged as if that was my theory. No, I've argued the opposite. Yeah, one guy enti- wants to pay pay us what ten thousand dollars, ten grand if you for- can if you can get uh, verified, <laughs> authenticated audio tape that a coach turned it, the job down or didn't want to be there because of Baker Mayfield. Uh, 
it was supposed to be a great job. No big names came to interview. The guy who wanted the job, Bruce Arians, didn't talk to them. Hey, he saw what happened the last week of the season with Baker Mayfield and Hugh Jackson. Coaches know this, and this is my point with this entire thing after Mayfield trolls me and it becomes this whole thing today, is that I think even Mayfield can agree that this is not a good look for the Browns. It may have been very satisfying for him to do this to Hugh Jackson, but you know what? Other coaches, at some point, you realize you're going to need somebody to come in and be your head coach. You want the best candidate you can, and no big names came through for you. Jim Harbaugh didn't want to do it. You didn't get Urban Meyer. Nobody wanted to do it. Why? Because he's too much of a wild card, and coaches don't know if Baker Mayfield's someone they can trust. If things go bad, is he going to treat me the same way he treated Hugh Jackson? Not that Hugh Jackson deserved to stay because he didn't. Not that Hugh Jackson wasn't a good guy because apparently, according to everything we get out of the Browns locker room, he was not. But this is about how a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, acted towards his former head coach. When he has moved on and should be worried about what's going on with his team, he's still finding a way to snidely take shots at Hugh Jackson. He's got the fan base behind him because the fans hated Hugh Jackson, and he feels, hey, this is pretty self-satisfying for me. Wouldn't give me a chance to compete for the job. But other coaches just don't know. It's that Baker Mayfield may be great, may be a great guy, but coaches don't know that because they see publicly this is what he's done. And I think Mayfield, he's got to admit, like Bill Lumberg taught us, is this good for the company? Is this a good look for the Browns when this is what your franchise quarterback is doing? This would make coaches nervous. And you may be okay with that. Well, if a coach doesn't want to come take the challenge of Baker Mayfield, I get it. Yeah, but perception is reality. And if the perception is you couldn't get anybody big to come do this, maybe because Baker Mayfield might not be as trustworthy as you think, well, then you know what? You got to deal with that and you got to figure out a way around it because that's what's going on right now. There's no reason why the Browns shouldn't have had anybody they wanted to interviewing for this job, right? No, it's it's Baker Mayfield, right? You're coming in, you're a hero. No, Mayfield is the Browns. So you are coming in and you are being part of the Baker Mayfield show. So you have to be okay with that right away. You have to be okay with that. It's Baker Mayfield and you're just the head coach, which I get it. That's something you got to be used to. You got you know because realize you go in. You know Matt Lafleur goes into Green Bay as Aaron Rodgers, right? You know anybody else goes in someplace where established quarterback is. Th- this is the guy. So you have to be okay with that. That's not on Baker Mayfield. But what is on him is that you have to make it a place that's desirable that makes people want to come there. And you you the reason you got Freddie Kitchens and and Kevin Stefanski were your two guys who were down at the end for it. They were two people that were only getting a job as head coach of the Browns. Nowhere else. Nobody else was talking to them for head coaching jobs. The Browns denied other teams permission to talk to Freddie Kitchens about being an OC, not a head coach. Nobody was talking to them about being a head coach. Not one person. So what does that tell you about the candidates when you hired somebody who nobody was talking to? And if Freddie Kitchens was your guy, right, and you can't spin it by saying Freddie Kitchens was always our guy because if he was, what you would have done is the day after the season ended, you would have interviewed somebody to satisfy. You would have interviewed someone to satisfy the Rooney rule and then you would have hired Freddie Kitchens. It was a nope, he's our guy right away. But here's what happened. We went 10 days. We couldn't get anybody. So now we scramble and it's Freddie Kitchens. That's how it would have been done if the Browns, if he was really their guy. Well, that's the one part of the argument that I'll, I'll give you the the full credit for, right? If I'm doing partial credit along the way. Uh, it, what are you, a teacher? A, yeah, it's a great discussion point, right? Uh, just why isn't there and why wasn't there a lot more at least 
outward interest. I mean, we don't, we'll never know all the, the full details, just like we'll never know everything that went on between Baker Mayfield, Hugh Jackson, Todd Haley, and the rest of the, the deposed staff, right? Cause they got rid of everybody. They left scorched earth for a lot of the assistants that were there in Cleveland. So the question becomes, you know, what transpired in those 10 days that I would agree with you that if kitchen was the be all to end all that you would have just said, you know what, we're not even entertaining things. We like the progress and be done there. But even with that as the end game, and that's who you got, where was the breakdown in terms of communications with Dorsey, the front office and how much did the Haslam's come over the top in the process. And so without more information, about that, I'm curious, McCarthy and Arians are obviously the two that we'd want to know because Arians publicly, and we had Jay Glazer on talking about it, right? Talking about the possibility of going and coaching Baker Mayfield. Was that a function of, at the time, the job was open, so he felt he could comment on it, and, well, everything else, he had to wait until guys that were presumed to be fired actually were so. So, you know, that's it. Was it a better offer? Was it a bigger contract? You know, did it come down to money? And Cleveland saying, you know what, we got a guy on the cheap that works pretty well. Why do we need somebody else to come over? Baker gets along well with this guy. We performed well the second half of the season. Let's roll it forward an extra year or two. Uh, in the interim, I'm going to read the other thousand comments uh, responding to Baker's LOL, <laughs> including all the gifts that have him There's body slamming you. There's it's great. a lot. Twitter right how about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome coming up in one minute. We got Bill Plaschke stopping by to talk all the latest news. That's we got big baseball news coming out of Los Angeles. But first, let's find out what's trending with Steve DeSager. SD. The Lakers Kyle Kuzma just scored 22 points in the third quarter. End of three. The Lakers lead 89-77 over Detroit. Kuzma with a career-high 41 in three quarters on this game. This is the last game going in the pros. Home wins for Portland, Utah, and Dallas. Memphis ended a six-game winning uh, losing streak, beating San Antonio, which had a winning streak of five straight until tonight. Spurs lost at Memphis 96-86. Milwaukee won at Houston 116-109. Giannis Atenecupo, 27 points, 21 rebounds. New Orleans sent Cleveland to an 11th straight loss. Wins for Boston, Brooklyn, and Washington. Wizards beat Philadelphia 123-106 despite Joel Embiid's 35 points and 14 rebounds. The Oakland A's expect Oklahoma quarterback Kyler Murray, their first-rounder, to declare for the NFL draft this weekend. San Francisco Chronicle says he'll have to pick one of the two sports. The Milwaukee Brewers agreed to a one-year deal with catcher Yasmani Grandal pending a physical, according to our Ken Rosenthal, who says the deal's, yeah, one year worth over $18 million. Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts will reportedly transfer. He just graduated in December. Clemson defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence declared for the NFL draft, along with two teammates on defense. The NFL coaching news, the Broncos' new head coach, Vic Fangio from the Bears, Gary Kubiak expected to be offensive coordinator with Denver. The Browns promoted Freddie Kitchens to head coach Greg Williams, who was the Browns' interim man was let go. The Jets' new head coach will be Adam Gase, recently fired by the Dolphins. NFL Network said today one strong possibility of defensive coordinator for Gaze, Vance Joseph. They worked before. Joseph, quote, still in the mix with the Bengals, but could land with the Jets if Cincinnati doesn't work out. We'll be back to the show in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 
Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. In college hoops, Old Miss beat number 11 Auburn. Rutgers edge number 16 Ohio State. Temple defeated number 17 Houston. Back to you. Thank you, Steve-O. Joining us now on the hotline, the aforementioned Bill Plaschke. L.A. Times columnist, you see him on Around the Horn. You can follow it, Bill Plaschke. Also see him tonight on The Masked Singer as the Deer. Sweet. Bill, I'm sorry to let that out about you, but I wanted people to know. Jason, say it. Say it, Jason. Say it. (laughs) My second. My second. My second best friend, Bill Plaschke. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You made my day. That's all I want to hear. Hey, I got a question. I got a question. How much... So Monty Grandal's getting $18 million to play for the Brewers. Yes. How much would he have gotten if he hadn't missed every pitch thrown to him in that series last year and struck out on every pitch pitched to him? How much would he have gotten if he wasn't the worst player on the team? Of all teams to sign him, that's stunning. Don't you think the Brewers signed him because that's what he did in the NLCS? Come on, it was a million extra dollars for every pass ball. <laughs> did you take reward. money? Here's your reward, Yasmani. <laughs> The fans, they, they played a series against him in which the fa- they saw the entire Milwaukee organization saw L.A. fans booing this guy, <laughs> booing him off the field. Oh, yeah, well, this is, this is the guy we want for our team. Of, of all teams to sign him, I'm stunned it's them. Bill, here's what I don't get is that Yasmani Grandal turned down a four-year, $60 million offer with the, with the Mets to go for one year – Eighteen million with the Brewers. Not that it's not more per year, but it's only one year, and it's not like he's going to get a bigger contract offer next year. The guy's a twenty-five and seventy guy who it's two forty. He's not going to well, get anything more than what he got from that the was kind of his. But that was kind of his most operandi all last year. Was he was like that? He's kind of like I'm better than that. He was kind of hard to deal with with the media. He wasn't great with the media. He was. He kind of had his nose in. You know, he kind of had his head up in the air a little bit. It was. He was like that last year. So not surprising. He thinks he can. He can make more money a year from now in the market. Yeah, like the baseball market's getting any bigger, bigger and better. Uh, yeah, I'm, he really overplayed his hand. And again, he's lucky. He is lucky. The Brewers, after what they witnessed firsthand, the carnage he caused the Dodgers, that that, that they would resign him. They, they do it, sign him. It's stunning to me. Four-year deal. Left on the table. So Jason being the Mets fan, though, Bill, that's the thing that's really sticking in his craw. He gets Adam Gase as his coach, uh, and then he's got Yasmani Grandal <laughs> flips off the Mets, doesn't want their 60 Did you million. want Mike McCarthy? Did you want Mike, Mike McCarthy, Jason? Sure, I wanted Mike McCarthy. He was a guy who would have been the CEO, would have brought in, worked with Sam Darnold. Look, I would have signed up for 10 years and a couple of Super Bowls and one win. I'd have signed up for that with Mike McCarthy. Nah, I don't know how well he would have done in New York. I well, just don't know how well he would have done in New York. And also, I think they're looking for more of a of a guy who's who's in the, with, the, with the way the new NFL is. And I'm not sure he's he may be rooted in some old ideas and old old philosophies. I think I don't know. I'm not so sold. And obviously, the only reason he wanted the Jets job was that's the only job job that was left for him. <laughs> I mean, he would have taken it. No, I'm serious, right? He would have taken any job. So I'm not sure about Mike McCarthy. Well, I'm I'm just glad we didn't get Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. I mean, he's – but here's the thing about King, Kingsbury. Like, he's a con man, a complete con man. Everybody, I mean, he clearly – you know, two weeks ago, he's telling Shelly Smith on ESPN how much he loves USC. He's in it for the long haul. But what's worse is USC was an easy mark. USC, I think I wrote in the LA Times, they, they sat down at his shell game. They not only lost their wallet, they lost their pants. I mean, he just, he just used them and played them to the max. USC should be embarrassed. They never. They should have either made him the head coach when they hired him, or made him contractually bound to them, 
and, and they couldn't go to the NFL, or they should have waited until after Black Monday to even try to hire him. But the, doing what they did, they gave him a little bit of leverage that he needed. They gave him the employment he needed. They gave him the runway to go to Arizona. It was ridiculous. And now USC is left with Clay Helton and his, and his offense, which they clearly don't like. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm getting, getting too L.A. local here. No, no, no. Here, but, yeah. Just stay with it because overall the administration's a clown show. As it runs it out, is, I mean, it, you got it, Lynn it, Swan it, it, saying, hey, you can't interview. Like, you should have known the rules of engagement. Any contract's not getting signed, right? Because his agent's not going to let him sign a contract unless there's a couple more million dollars there and a big yeah. house, right? Yeah, and of course, it's, he had the big buyout, $150,000. Right. <laughs> That's Woo-hoo. a house change. Come on. Are you kidding? And also, is, since when did they hire? Uh, he's, he's 35 and 40 at Texas Tech. He couldn't win with Pat Mahomes. He couldn't win with him. 35-40 and 40 with the best quarterback, the hottest quarterback in the NFL. He couldn't win in college with him. I think he was hired because he looks like he looks and acts like Sean McVay. And that's it. He's well, like a look-alike, act-alike, all these young, good-looking guys. I mean, I'm friendly with Sean McVay. Hire me. I mean, that's, I thought that was absurd. Do you, you got a picture to prove that? Because it might, might no, get you something. Because no. you saw the Arizona Cardinals, right? AZCardinals.com. When they, they posted that he'd been hired, the first line was that he was a friend of McVeigh's. Yeah, like you're but, a then friend they, of Bill. but then they took that out. They got ripped out so much, they took it out and they, and, and they redid it because they were so embarrassing. But, yes, <laughs> I don't know why you hired this guy to be the head coach of the NFL when he couldn't win at Texas Tech and with a great NFL quarterback under his tutelage. He couldn't win there. I don't know what makes Arizona think he's going to win there. All right, speaking of winning, Bill, you nervous for the Rams this weekend? Yeah, you know what? A little, a little bit more than most. Most people think it's a slam dunk. I don't think it's that much of a slam dunk. I mean, I think that I think the Cowboys' defense has played better, played better than they, they've, than you know, than they have in the past. I think Ezekiel Elliott can hit the Rams where they're softest, and that's in the run defense. You know, if Dak Prescott can step up, it could be a, it could be a close game. The, the key is how's Todd Gurley. My gut is that he's probably really in good shape. He's probably used the two weeks to rest. He's probably fine, but we don't know that. The last we saw of him, he was hobbling off the field against Philadelphia. We don't know how he is. So that's the question mark. So I think until I see him, until you see the first series of the game, I'm not sure you can say the Rams are a lot in this game. All right, get in right now is $300 for that game. So uh, save up, Bill. Uh, last Chargers. $300, you know, it was, that's 10 times more than it was at the last game I covered, the CFP championship game on Monday. They couldn't give tickets away to that thing. There you go. 300 bucks to go see the the Cowboys home game. Uh, Chargers in New England. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cowboys home game. Come on. There'll be Rams fans there. (laughs) All right, it'll be. Cowboys, knock it off. Stop with this NFL hate LA thing. There'll be a lot of Rams. I heard you try to slip that in there. Trying to, yeah, right? All right, so it'll be 60 40, uh, Cowboys fans. <laughs> no, it'll be at least 60 40 LA fans. And I, we'll, I'll come back on next week and talk about that. I, and I'll a great t- LA crowd showed up. And I'll tell you the dollar amount that tells me the otherwise. Tickets went up 100 bucks when the Cowboys were announced as the and got in instead because of the Rams Bears. Fans know, Rams fans know a good product when they want to see it and a good game when they see one. Rams fans are willing to pay that. We'll see. We'll see. The, 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 the dynamic is changing in L.A. I'm telling you this. You can follow <laughs> him on Twitter, at Bill Plaschke. You can see his latest column on Cliff Kingsbury, the con man. 
at latimes.com. Also get the link on Bill's Twitter page. And say it one him, more time. And say see it him, one more time. And see him tonight in The Mass Singer. He is my second best oh, friend, Bill Blaschke. You made my night. You don't got to pay me. You just paid me for the hit. Thank you. <laughs> <Good> night. <laughs> see you, buddy. You shouldn't say that. Frostberg's going to keep that money. He's going he's gonna to keep No, that money's going right out. That. That. Yeah, that's done. Uh, He'll Twitter, just send him an MP3 of the best friend. Twitter, <laughs> how about a fresco? Mike, it's Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we'll keep you posted on what exactly is going on right now in L.A. Absolute craziness early in the fourth quarter. You're not going to believe who could be on pace for a 50-point night in the NBA. Oh, yeah, and more on Baker Mayfield, Adam Gase, Kyler Murray, possibly headed to the NFL draft. Next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Minutes away from finding out who's going to be the latest to be unmasked and the masked singer. Tim Tebow. Oh, can you imagine? He would be, what would, what would he be dressed as? You know, he'd be dressed as like an angel. There's no angels on here. It's all like costumes that look like, you know, bad Marvel villains. Rejected villains, rejected. Yeah. yeah. Come on, he's dressed as a gator. Except- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Is that, is that Wally Gator? And it's just going to bow, 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 bow. Uh, no, the, no, really, the deer was shocking last week, seeing the deer because it looked like something left over from True Detective Season 1. Fear the deer. Fear, yeah, no, it was really disturbing. It's very disturbing. Could have been Giannis. Got that? Maybe one of the masks from the upcoming uh, Pet Might have Cemetery been. revival. <laughs> Could be Mike McCarthy in a Jets that? hat. Oh, ready to go. Um, so we'll find out who the latest to be unmasked is coming up in a few minutes, but what is happening right now at Staples center? It looked like he was going to score 50, but it doesn't look like they're going to need him. So he's not going to get to 50. The Lakers are thumping the Pistons 106 84 and Kyle Kuzma with a career high 41 points for the Lakers right now in three quarters. He had 22 in the third quarter to get him to 41, and that's really been it. He hasn't played. They haven't needed him to because they were beating the crap out of them going to the fourth quarter. He's on the bench drinking wine with LeBron Why right now. Why wouldn't you have a nice Chianti? I mean, they're bottle-flipping bottles of wine together. It's The fact awesome. that LeBron's there in a suit, yeah, I mean, that's still a... That means he's getting One closer thing. to returning. When The better he dresses, it's the closer he is He to got returning. off the bench a couple of times yeah. pretty quickly. Groin must be uh, healing nicely. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Blake Griffin, uh, 16 points and minus 20 for the Pistons. Six of 14 from the field and getting a lot of screen time, as if they're saying, welcome back to L.A., Blake. But something we've said weeks ago that was then stolen, congratulations. Kyle Kuzma is LeBron's number two. The Lakers don't need a number two because Kyle Kuzma is it. The guy can fill it up. He's what LeBron needs. He's Batman. Yeah, he's Robin to LeBron's Batman. They don't need another. They you got need, Batman in. 
And I haven't need- even heard the sound. Where, where's where's my sounder? <laughs> Tie shirts off tonight. But he's the number two. You see the chemistry they have on the court together. And Kuzma's this kind of guy. He's the number two. Now what the Lakers really have to figure out is, can we be championship contenders with Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, or do we need to bring in somebody else? We need to get better in those positions. But as far as being the Batman and Robin, that's LeBron and Kyle Kuzma, and that's going to be fine because LeBron can have the nights where he seeds that to Kuzma, his younger up and down the floor to be have the, to have the big scoring night. That can be Kyle Kuzma. But this is where the Lakers have to realize if we're going to win a championship, it's do we need to upgrade our complementary pieces that right now are Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Hart, the other guys. That's who they have to look at. But Kuzma is the number two. Lonzo, 33 minutes tonight, two of six from the field, one of four from three-point range, zero free throws once again. One of the great criticisms, but he's plus 23 with 11 assists, two steals, only two turnovers uh, for his five points. Five Lakers in double digits as you roll through. uh, Beasley feeling it seven of nine for 15. Uh, as well off the bench, so and Caldwell Pope with 15 points. So they they boat raced Detroit, a bad team. This is one of those that you you stick the take care of home court right and and just bludgeon a bad opponent. But you you look at what you get from Kuzma when you let him run in the offense and you give him enough shots that he's a guy that can deliver on a nightly basis. You had a nice game from Ingram the other night. Tonight he's four of ten, ten points. Uh, nine boards, six assists. For so all in all, uh, a decent stat night, right? Filling up each of the lines, but not a guy that you can s- consistently say is going to be that guy. Kuzma has been time and time again the most consistent of those secondary players, and we'll see. Because remember, you got a lot of veterans that aren't playing yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. So you're waiting for you know, Rondo and all these guys to come back and then you'll reset your rotations. But it, but it's going to be, do we need an upgrade when it comes to where Alonzo and Brandon Ingram are There's supposed no to be question. the three and four yeah, guys? Absolutely That's going to be the thing. Sure. Do we Are they good enough or do we need the upgrade? That's good enough for what? Good enough to get in, not good enough to get over. Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we'll know who the latest unmasked mass singer is and... Baker Mayfield trolled me today. It became a thing. And we'll have the latest on it coming up next. Are you I'm working still on in tattoo? shock that it happened? Tattoo of Baker Mayfield now? Well, and his, his troll of me? Yeah. Sure. It's next on Fox. Final hour. Fox Sports Radio. The Lakers can win without LeBron James. It was the Pistons. 113 to 100. Kyle Kuzma goes for 41 points. Doesn't play in the fourth quarter. Lakers roll. And as we said a few minutes ago, the Lakers have their number two. They need to worry about Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball. That's they got to worry about. He's Robin. LeBron's Batman. Now you got to find Alfred and Batgirl and Batwoman and Commissioner Gordon. No, there's no Batwoman. It's there just Batgirl. There is a Batwoman now. There's no Batwoman. It's just Batgirl. Have you not seen? Bat there's girl. a Batwoman no. now. No. They're getting their own no. series. Fake news. It's Batgirl and whoever Bruce Wayne is dating. All right? That's what it is. The hot woman Bruce Vicky Wayne vale. is dating. Vicky, Vicky Vale. Vicky, I like. Vicky Vale. Bat, Vicky Vale. Bat. And you have Alfred. 
and that's who you have to. That's who you have to worry. But there about. is that's a Batwoman. I'm telling There's you, no Batwoman. She's going to be on the CW. No, She's got her own news. thing. That's not CW, really. Come on, come on. It's the not first, even a network. The first appearance was Kathy Kane, Dete- Detective Comics, two thirty three from July of nineteen fifty six. Don't tell me there's no, not a Batwoman. Come on, no Bat. Just sixty years ago. And that's by. like saying that Jet's got a head coach tonight. Stop. We did in name only. There's no Batwoman. No Batwoman. Batgirl. Alfred. Just so angry. She's grown, Jason. It's Batwoman now. Come <laughs> on. That is true. No, it has no, been a minute. Batgirl. Batgirl was Yvonne Craig, and then it was Alicia Silverstone. Back and she's I, not a woman now? Uh, no, I had a huge thing Girl. for Alicia Silverstone. Go figure. Oh, I loved her in the mid to late 90s. Oh, my God. I loved her. Yeah, Alicia that's not creepy at all. No. Oh, I'm just saying. Oh. I actually read once where she was, I read an article on her once. This is like 15 years ago, where she said, you know, when she was single at one point, she said, oh, I was so... Hard for me. I actually was checking out guys at the bus stop the other day looking for somebody. I'm going, I could have been on the bus stop. But no. What the yeah, hell's wrong with you? Just, I could have given her a hat. Could you, could have, you could still be that man to give her a hat. Here's a hat. Uh, no, I, I, I had a big crush on Alicia Silverstone. Big crush. Is Who it did? over? Uh, uh, I don't, Are you I saying it's her, a final? I haven't seen her lately, um, but I think she's married now. She's got kids. She's a vegan. I was yeah, crying. Yeah, she was popular after Clueless. I know. When I met well, I, you. I think she was only like, uh, oh, she was like 21 when she did Clueless, I think. I'm just saying she was very yeah. popular. Yeah, she was. Time. 96, 97, 98. Well, you yeah. had The Crush. The Crush. That's, that's a dangerous by, movie. By, by the way, for you. Um, that's a dangerous movie because she was like 15 when she did The divorced Crush. Divorced last year. Oh, she did? Oh, she's available? I feel like. Carrie Fisher from When Harry Met Sally puts a crimp in the corner of the card. Oh, Bill's available. Oh, she's available. She hates the Mets, too. I always, hey, Ronda Rousey was on the show and said she would date me because I could teach her about the Mets. I I get nothing from you guys on that because you know that was true. Allegedly. I'm just going to leave that alone. So today. Let you have that one. I got trolled by Baker Mayfield. Yes, you did. On the show last night, we talked about the NFL head coaching opportunities going on and that. The Browns were down to Freddie Kitchens, who they wound up hiring today, and Vikings offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski, who is returning to the Vikings as their OC. And I brought up that, look, we're not getting the big names coming to interview with the Browns. Why? Because coaches saw Baker Mayfield's behavior towards Hugh Jackson following Hugh Jackson getting fired. And what people have been missing on social media, because it's been an incredible day because of Baker Mayfield trolling me, is that I'm not defending the fact that Hugh Jackson should have stayed, was a good head coach. He was not. He was a bad head coach who, if Tyrod Taylor didn't get hurt against the Jets, he would be starting through the whole season and Baker Mayfield would still be sitting. He should have been fired, and he was. But for Baker Mayfield to take on Hugh Jackson when, hey, we're moving on now, Hugh Jackson's not the coach. Greg Williams is, is. We're in. We're doing different things. And you are getting involved on social media where you are opining that he was fake with the team, where you're not hugging him after a game, which is highly highly publicized, when you are running down the field, giving him the side eye after completing a long pass the final week of the season. Coaches who are going to potentially interview with the Browns see this. And they see Baker Mayfield's behavior. And Baker Mayfield may be a great guy. And I've said wonderful things about Baker Mayfield previously. But this is a bad optic for him in that anybody that wants to come into interview now has to think, oh, is Baker Mayfield going to do this to me? Am I going to be this guy if 
I come coach the Browns and things don't work out? Is he going to throw me under the bus? Because you're joining the Baker Mayfield show in Cleveland. He is the most powerful person in that organization. And you have not seen any big names show up in any kind of interview category for it. You didn't see Mike McCarthy. You didn't see Bruce Arians who openly campaigned for the job. The only guys were Stefanski and Freddie Kitchens because they weren't involved in a head coaching search anywhere else because nobody else wanted them as head coaches. But these are guys that Baker Mayfield could, quote, control. He loved Freddie Kitchens, who did wonderful work with him this season. So, of course, he wants Freddie. No one else is talking to Freddie Kitchens about being a head coach. So, yeah, you have to realize you are hurting the team when you play your petty games with Hugh Jackson because other coaches see this and go, yeah, I don't know. It's too much of a dice roll. I'll wait. Mike McCarthy could have had the job. Nah, interview didn't didn't pan out. Bruce Arians now didn't even wind up interviewing after a month and a half ago. He said he wanted the job, but he got to see how Baker Mayfield acted over the end of the season and understands, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Baker Mayfield is a guy that's that coachable for me. Maybe he is, but it's too difficult and too big of a dice roll for me to agree to. So we say this last night. You disagreed with me. I did. And then... Most people have not heard that I disagree we, with you. We, I've been lumped in as if I'm Quato from Total it, Recall. Wow, Quato. You open your shirt and there I am. Wait. <laughs> You're one and the same. Who is Quato and what does he So, <laughs> You like that? That's a pretty random reference. We put up our best of on Twitter every night, right? Yeah. You, you go to foxsportsradio.com, iTunes, wherever it is, go the best of is up there. You can get our Baker Mayfield tape. Uh, take and it, it's there. You go anywhere right after the show, you get the Baker Mayfield take. Now you get it one hour from now. And we put out on Twitter, like we do every day, the two big takes from every show goes goes on Fox Sports Radio's right. Twitter account. And one of our one of our best ofs from last night was our Baker Mayfield segment. And so that goes out. And I had a feeling it would do pretty well virally uh, because we started to get a lot of response to it last night. I wake up today. And it's like, you know, like 10, 11 o'clock, and I get on the computer. The first thing I do is always get on the computer and check and see that the world is there and everything else. And when I go to Twitter, whenever I see 99 plus on notifications, I know something we have done has hit. Either you inadvertently cursed somewhere in the mix, yeah. or you infuriated a lot of people. Right. So I go, okay, something must have hit. So immediately I go to the verified parts of Twitter where I can see what verified accounts are tweeting because I know something verified is done, usually Fox Sports Radio, and I see what they've tweeted out and I go, okay, this is what's hitting, so I can retweet it and you can retweet it and give it, you know, more eyeballs. Proper run, sure, absolutely. So I go there and I see, okay, it's Baker Mayfield. That's what's doing well. So I retweeted, hey, here's a take on Baker Mayfield. You can listen right here. And so as I'm doing this, and I just happened to hit it at just the right time, I'm, you know, checking through verified, you know, Twitter to see, I say, okay, Fox Sports Radio is here, boom, boom, boom. And then I see Baker Mayfield liked your tweet. And I'm thinking, okay, not Baker Mayfield. There's no way. This has got to be a fake Baker Mayfield account. And I click on it and I go, oh my God, it's really Baker Mayfield. He liked that tweet that he was difficult to coach because of his antics with Hugh Jackson. And that's why no big names interviewed with the Cleveland Browns. I'm like, oh my God, he liked it. And then a minute later, he responded to it with an LOL. And then it took off from there. It became a story today. Uh, websites, blogs, everybody picked it up. I'm still seeing it come through now, well, yeah. social media-wise, on, on Twitter. And it, it became a thing. A couple of articles written about it. Yeah. Right? We had a big debate with Jason Cole last mm-hmm. night. 
almost as if he said, go just dissect the tape and, and break down this argument. I'll so fan-sided, you, you had an article go out. Right now we're at 36,000-plus uh, likes, uh, 36,475 to be exact, Oof. over 4,800 retweets. Uh, it's was shocking to see, and I, when he did it, I said, oh, my God, we're going to have it. This is, this, is, this is something now. Baker Mayfield is responding and trolling me. Yeah. When I said, now, he didn't say I was wrong, just said LOL. Obviously, he was trying to figure out a way to say something funny. And I like that he responded. It's kind of fun. This is Baker Mayfield. Not a lot to laugh about in Cleveland. I gave him laughing material. As he watched the Cavaliers? Oh, well, it's. Wait, do you laugh at the Cavs now or do you just feel sad right now? You just feel sad. Why do you feel sad? Because of what they were for the past few years. And now you go, ooh, boy, they're back to what they were when he left for Miami. Just be glad that it happened. So this becomes a whole thing. And. I'm really surprised by it. But even Baker Mayfield would have to admit that this is a bad optic. I think he, he would have, if he would really be honest with himself and go, you know, maybe that wasn't the right thing to do with Hugh Jacks. Maybe in retrospect, I should dial it back a little bit when it comes to fighting a battle that I don't need to be fighting. He doesn't need to be going back and forth at Hugh Jackson. Doesn't need to. It doesn't serve anybody any purpose other than to satisfy that, yeah, cowboy, swagger, uh, you know, I want to get even with you. You move on. Hugh Jackson got fired. That's kind of how it goes. When I looked through the remainder of the verified tweets, this is what always shocks me about Twitter, is the number of people who feel they want to weigh in on something that doesn't have anything to do with them. Right? Like, I tweet, and we do this, I do this for the people listening, for you listening, because this is the show every night. I don't do this show for Baker Mayfield. I don't do this show for Adam Gase. I don't do it for anybody. I do it for you. And we do it for you, and we try to entertain you and, and hope to make you laugh and think and all kinds of things over the four hours we do every single night. And, of course, the comebacks to me from Browns fans are what I expect. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah, course, yeah. There's, there's at least a thousand fun, of them. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. But the number of people in our business that liked Mayfield's LOL tweet towards me still shocks me because these are people who are in the industry that I would come across and some that whom I've known for a long time, but they decide, oh, I want to get in on this and kind of laugh at what's going on right here. For instance, like when I saw like Zay Jones liked it and, you know, Deshaun Hamilton liked it, all guys you would maybe or not play Week 17 in fantasy. I'm like, okay, that's kind of fun. But then I see, like, Holly Rowe of ESPN liked it. Molly McGrath liked it. Jason Jackson, who was on ESPN, and now it works for the Miami Heat TV in Florida. He's been on our show. I've known him for 25 years. He liked Mayfield's LOL tweet and then put a, a gif up of, of Baker Mayfield, him going, dance, Baker, dance. I'm like, dude, I know you. I've known you for 25 years. Frostberg liked it from all his burner well, accounts. Well, kept, he, he just kept hitting like, 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 like. And I'm yeah, like, if there were multiple likes, I would have hit them all. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I, I, I know you, and I, I and you want to get in on this, and this is re- this is what you want to do. I, I, I'm surprised by it. Look, I'm no longer friends with Keith Olbermann, who I was friends with for 25 years because he didn't like what I was going back and forth on Twitter with with somebody he knew. Right, he didn't like it when the whole Ronald Lacuna thing came up. Oh, when yeah, yeah. He got thrown at this summer, and I was like, "That's how baseball goes." And many people go, "That's not how baseball goes." Everybody's upset about it, and 
uh, I think it was Jen Sturger's husband who plays baseball. That's in the right. Diamondbacks minor yeah, yeah. league organization uh, would, you know, comes back at me on Twitter on things. And I'm like, okay, you have a check mark and you come back at me. I'll, I'll answer you once in a while. And I'm going back and forth with him. And Oberman sends me a tweet, private message that says, good luck, Jason. You got into it with my friend and you pissed on him. Good luck. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he writes back, I've known him for five years now. Uh, you know, see ya. And I'm typing back, Keith, I've known you for 25 years. And I see this person no longer follows you. And then it says, this person has blocked you. So I'm like, so Oberman, because he didn't like me talking with somebody else that he knew, that he knew for five years. Meanwhile, he's friends with me for 25 years, that I would know the guy. That I mean, we, you used to go to hockey games we, together. I, we, we, would, we would message each other on Twitter and all of these things. And, and suddenly, because he didn't like me back and forth. Meanwhile, the other guy was wrong. He's the guy that started a fight with me, but Oberman didn't see it that way. He decided to unfriend me on Twitter, and now I don't talk to him anymore. Because that he's all that was my friend. I'm like, dude, I've known this didn't involve you. Yeah, this didn't involve. This is a guy who decided to get into it with me because he didn't like my sports take on something, and now we're not friends because you decided you were gonna say, oh, I'm gonna not be friends with you because you're going back and forth. And this didn't involve you at all. Yeah, but that that one's weak sauce, and and that's on Olbermann. That that's just lunacy. The other is, look, people saw that it got attention. And so it was an easy piggyback on that. Maybe get some more mentions, some eyeballs on what you're doing. Maybe you just ha- are having a bad day and a little schadenfreude is, is good for you because you think that's a big deal. In the end, you know, I'm, I'm used to folks reading, taking, clipping, whatever we do and, and running with it on the show. Sometimes they leave it up. Sometimes they delete the tweets or the takes or, or decide to leave it on the cutting room floor. It's, it's all good. Uh, thanks for listening and playing part of the game uh, and being entertained or informed by us. We appreciate you all. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I promised I would tell that Oldman story at some point. Just was the right time to you come got, out You now. got back at it, yeah. Yeah, it's the right time it's to come okay. out now. Uh, coming up next, we got more on Baker Mayfield. LOL. More on the biggest NFL story of the night. And guess what Heisman Trophy winner could be headed to the NFL instead of Major League Baseball. Fox. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. 
Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Discover Card. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations, they do apply. Kyle Kuzma, 41 points for the Lakers. Did not play in the fourth quarter, could have hit 50. Didn't matter. He is Robin, LeBron is Batman, and now you have to worry about the rest. That's a special night. Let the kid yeah, shoot worry. the ball. Look, and look, There's enough ice for his elbow. Get out there. <laughs> if Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball could be counted on to be much more consistent and star players, I would say the Lakers are just fine. But they're not, and you can't. And Lonzo Ball makes a couple of good passes like he did tonight. You go, wow, what a great Corvette. Yeah, but still, he scored five points. Right Tonight he had 11 assists, many of them coming on baskets by Kyle Kuzma. But it's not like every night Lonzo Ball is good. Some nights he's good. A lot of nights he's okay, he's all right. Some nights Brandon Ingram is good. Some nights Brandon Ingram is all right. That's kind of what it is. And, you know, look, Brandon Ingram's been in the league a while now. 
I know he's young, but you have to realize that if you're the Lakers, this is this is your worry time. This is where it's how do we make this into a championship team? And it's you got Batman, you got Robin, and now you need the right Alfred the Butler and a Cat Berry, another young Batman. And you need a penguin, well, and a Riddler, a penguin. and a Joker, and a Mr. Freeze. And once you get all that, then you're fine. But is Brandon Ingram Mr. Freeze? Is Lonzo Ball Catwoman? I mean, I don't I don't know. Can he be That's, Mr. Freeze with some out. great one liners like when Schwarzenegger did it? Or are we talking about, you know, the the Oswald Cobblepot? I mean, who gets to play him? It's Robin Lord Taylor's done a fantastic job on Gotham. All right. Gotta be- show him some love there. No, no, wait. Beasley could be the Riddler. Okay. Beasley could be the Riddler. He was jumping up and down, giddy and skipping. Lance Stevenson's the Joker. No question. All right, we got that so far. That's you got to figure out. That's where the to be a championship team. Are Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram going to be guys you can count on to be great? That's the whole thing. Thanks, Mayor Garcetti. Meanwhile, up the coast a little bit, Kyler Murray looks like he could be headed to the National Football League. Reports are that he will make himself available for the NFL draft. The A's have said they expect him to enter the 2019 draft. There's two big takeaways from this story. Murray, of course, is a two-sport star, wins the Heisman Trophy with Oklahoma, was taken by the A's with the ninth pick of the baseball draft in 2018. They gave him a $5 million contract in June that allowed him to play football for Oklahoma for one last season before joining the A's. But now things are more complicated because Kyler Murray wins the Heisman Trophy, and now because of the dearth of quarterback prospects, hey, you may have a big future in the National Football League, or at least a future. So he's expected to make himself available for the draft. But here's where things get sticky, because as he's getting available for the draft, he's got to go to the combine, he's got to work, he's he's also got to get ready for spring training with the A's, whose plan is to start him at high-level single A. So now things are things are a little difficult. If you're Kyler Murray, baseball's your sport. It has been. The A's have a lot invested in you. They took you ninth overall. You're not going ninth overall in the NFL draft. You'll be a player who at the end of the first round, someone could sneak into to get you. Okay, sure, we could do that. But if it doesn't work out for you, you're... Someone that can be cut. If Lamar Jackson didn't work out for the Ravens, he's a luxury. It would have been, okay, we can try to move him around a little bit and see things. If he didn't work out, he didn't work out. But if it's, he'd gotten okay. cut, he still was on, they were still getting $8 million. Right. right? Those were the guarantees. So, But in baseball, baseball, all your money's guaranteed. No, sure. Right? But if, if, you, if he was, if Lamar Jackson didn't turn out to be good, and we knew he was going to be good, but if he didn't turn out to be good, the Ravens can easily go get another quarterback. Why? Because it's not like Lamar Jackson was drafted number seven overall. If he was drafted number seven overall, it would be he's our guy. He's going to play for two and a half, three years to show us that he can or can't do it. The higher you are drafted, the longer time you have to prove yourself. The more That's more that an organization has invested in you. The A's have invested more in Kyler Murray than whoever takes him in the NFL draft will invest in him. Because he's someone that, hey, if it works out, but you got to move your whole offense around to go get Kyle. And what if Kyler Murray doesn't get taken until the second pick, until the second round? What are you going to do? Are you going to then say, I'm not going to go to baseball? Because that's a big thing, too. He's got to make a decision. 
I, I can't see the A's being okay with him going in. If he goes into the draft and doesn't like where he's drafted, and then he says, I'm not going to play football, that team is screwed. Wait, we just took you in the second round. We need starters to come in in the second round. We took you, and now we're screwed for taking you? This is really sticky. And it's, I mean, being a two-sport star is almost impossible. Kyler Murray is talented enough, but you need to be able to dedicate yourself to one or the other. You got to start specializing at some point. Well, this is where it gets curious, right, is that you got the $5 million contract with Oakland. Much like we were talking with Bill Plasky a little bit about the Cliff Kingsbury deal, his buyout was only one hundred fifty grand. I got to imagine the A's are going to want more than one hundred fifty grand of that $5 million back of what he'd received. So, you know, would an NFL team pay some of that out, whatever the the deal is. But you look at Lamar Jackson's deal, and it was for $9 million, about eight of it guaranteed, most of that the first three years, and then only a partial guarantee in the fourth, whatever. But the total deal, somewhere in the the range of about $9.5 million. All right, so that's $4.5 million more than the baseball deal that he's got right now. We'll start at high A. Here, you go to the NFL right away. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, you're, you're cut, you move away. Baseball will be there. I mean, Tim Tebow played a, a while and was able to go back and certainly didn't have the same same history and same cachet as Kyler Murray has yeah, here. But no, but here's, here's the tough part is that let's say Kyler Murray chooses football, right? Let's just say it works out and the A's are like, okay, I, he says, I want to play football. The A's will retain his rights for a little while, sure. but how long are they going to give him until it's, okay, you're going to forfeit money back to us and all this kind of stuff. We're going to figure it out, but we're gonna, there's going to be a deadline where you got to come play for us by. So now he's playing in the NFL, and he's either got to be a star right away or think about, do I go back and play baseball? Right? Drew Henson tried to do this. Remember, former quarterback sure. of Michigan, baseball, signed with the Yankees. And, you know, played in the minor leagues for a few years, didn't work out, comes back to the NFL, actually wound up starting some games for the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys, but he had no career. He had no career because he didn't know, am I going to stick with baseball, football? This is what Kyler Murray's got in front of him. I mean, I have to choose one or the other, and that's got to be it. Now, it's, it's a blessing and a curse to be talented at both. But if he chooses football, even in the short term, it's going to be, okay, it's a Band-Aid, but still, the A's are going to want to see him. And at some point, if he's not a star right away, he's got to know, now i got to go back and play baseball. He's been able to balance baseball and, and football so far in his career, which is great, and he's young. He could potentially still do that as long as the A's are okay with it. I don't know that they will be, but... How long are are you going to invest enough in Kyler Murray to go, okay, first-round pick, and hopefully he sticks with football with us for his career? That's a really hard decision to make when you need that guy in the first round to be a starter and a potential Pro Bowl-type player. That's what you need in the first round of the draft. And to take that, that's really hard to do. Well, it's certainly risky. Uh, But you go through, do you trust the information you're getting through the NFL and their their draft services, right? And here's your evaluation. Pro Football Talk putting out that they've heard from at least one GM saying, hey, he's a first-round pick. Some making the argument that just based on his makeup and the type of guy and leader that he is, that he should be in those first few draft picks. Either way, you're talking about the opportunity, $9 bucks in the in the NFL. And if, you, if it flamed out, I mean, Remember Drew Henson? He walked away with at least $20 million. Oh, yeah, he got paid, but he had no career. You went, you played your whole life. I think you want to play. I think I'm uh, You know what? You played your whole life. You want to play. You want to play. You still and you were a Yankee a and a Cowboy. He is your That's minor league Yankee, and you were a Cowboy when they stunk. 
That's that's kind of the big claim to fame. I think is was wasn't he the quarterback in the long halftime walk of Billy Flynn? That's right. right. I think that was uh, he was the quarterback of the team then. Uh, one more bit on Kyler Murray and the biggest story in the NFL in a minute. But first, it's Steve Desager with What's Trending SD. One thing from that exclusive tonight on the Kyler Murray story from the San Francisco Chronicle that, you know, usually if you don't sign your first rounder, you get a compensation pick the next summer. That would not be the case here. Sure, he would have to retire, return the signing bonus and they would retain his professional baseball rights. But this is not like someone you drafted and failed to sign and you get a compensation pick the next year. That's not this. Uh, the story is the A's do expect Murray, their first rounder, to declare for the NFL draft this weekend. The Milwaukee Brewers agreed to a one-year deal with ex-Dodger catcher Yasmani Grandal pending a physical. It would be worth over $18 million. The Jets have a new head coach, Adam Gase, recently fired by the Dolphins. Gase, a former offensive coordinator with the Broncos and Bears, turned 41 this year. Meanwhile, 60-year-old defensive coordinator with the Bears, Vic Fangio, is now the Broncos' new head coach. He's been an assistant with seven different NFL teams. Gary Kubiak is expected to be Denver's offensive coordinator. The Browns promoted former Alabama quarterback Freddie Kitchens, age 44, to head coach. He just joined the Brown staff last year. Greg Williams, who was Brown's interim coach, was let go. The NFL playoffs resume Saturday with the Colts at top seed in Kansas City at 4.30 Eastern Saturday. Temperature in the 30s, chance of snow for that one. Chiefs wide receiver Sammy Watkins remain limited at practice today. He's been out since November with a foot injury. Chargers at New England Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. No chance of snow now in the forecast. High temp of 29 for that game. The Chargers are, for what it's worth, 9-0 outside of Los Angeles this season. The Eagles will play at top-seeded New Orleans Sunday on Fox TV, 4:40 Eastern. In November, Philadelphia lost 48-7 at New Orleans with Carson Wentz throwing three interceptions that day. And the Rams will host Dallas Saturday night on Fox TV. Rams running back Todd Gurley was limited at practice again with his bad knee. The coming rain in L.A. might hold off until after the weekend. In the NBA late game at L.A., Kyle Kuzma, the Lakers, scored 41 points in 29 minutes in a win over Detroit, 113-100. to Back to the show in 10 seconds. First, a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room, to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. One college basketball note in overtime. Number 21 Marquette won 106-104 at Creighton. Marcus Howard, 53 points. Back to you. And Syracuse giving Clemson the first of what will be two defeats in Syracuse <laughs> oh boy. in 2019. Here we go again. Yeah. When they build up that record that Duke <laughs> and North Carolina have at home against Clemson, then we can talk. <laughs> Thank you, SD. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Kyler Murray and his decision to potentially go to the NFL draft. The A's think he will go to the draft, and now there's a big decision. It'll be a big storyline the next few months, I'm sure. Kyler Murray, baseball, football. Well, he said his first love was always football. So, yes, and then it so was we'll baseball, see. and then it's football. Well, it's baseball when you're signing a $5 million deal. That's what you're yeah, when you're, my real love is money. That's what I love. Now, there's Oblivious, <laughs> and there's SB Nation reporter Jen Rainwater, or should I say soon to be ex-SB Nation yeah, reporter that ain't Jen Rainwater. Yeah. So she covers the A's for SB Nation, and she was really upset tonight, apparently, that Kyler Murray was going to enter the NFL draft, and that means he could potentially leave the A's. She put these tweets out on Twitter and then deleted them. At the Kyler Murray... Direct to you to laugh and say, so many people, myself included, 
and I'm no former NFL QB or anything, told you so. I can't wait to see your dumbass go down in flames. It's only a short matter of time. Oh, and NFL contracts aren't guaranteed. Then she had another tweet that said, you aren't going to be great in the NFL. You're a stupid, selfish baby and brat. I never say this, but I won't care a bit when you suck or critically injured in your rookie NFL season. And then an emoji. Not just injured, critically injured. She likes to throw season. Yeah, she likes to throw up a bunch of emojis too, right? Time bombs and all those kind of things. <laughs> Wave the, the number one salute emoji yeah. she puts out there. And those tweets were then deleted, but they were picked up by Black Sports Online. And I'm watching Robert Little go back and forth with her. He's kind of uh, he's taking the sledgehammer to her at this point. She doesn't seem to think that what she did was really bad. No. I took the tweets down as I realized. I admitted I'm not perfect. I'm pretty sure no one's perfect. I remedied the issue as quickly as it was as I could do so. What did you remedy? Uh, it's a little bit too late. Oh, she took down the tweets where she wanted Kyler Murray to be critically injured. Oh, okay. I took those tweets down. I t- before somebody said something, oh, it's okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's that's yeah. a certain brand of special right Yeah, there. Yeah, this, uh, this is, she was writing for Athletics Nation. And I say was because there's no way she's writing. No, for no, Nation they'll be looking the for, for some new contributors for. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's Oblivious and there's, what? What I said wasn't so bad. What are you talking about? I deleted the tweets. Oh, because you deleted the tweets. This, yeah, this, it's fine. This is you deleted the tweets. of something you hear <laughs> when you get together with family members who may be of other generations where certain words, phrases, and stereotypes were just kind of brushed aside or spoken of openly and your eyes get wide and you start going, wait a minute. And someone just says, no, no, no. You know how uncle or auntie is and, and just let it go. Don't get into a fight. Don't ruin the holiday. I'm like me ruin the holiday. Did you hear what they just said? It all comes back to Herm Edwards. I'm invent a phone. I want you all to buy it. It's going to have a button on it. that says don't press send. <laughs> I mean, that may be the most true thing in the history of sports since 2000. Play to win the don't game press and end. don't press end. Don't press end. I'm gonna get, I want you all to buy it. I'm going to say don't press end. I mean, really, I mean, the way she's reacting on Twitter in this back and forth with the guy from Black Sports Online saying, I admit it, I, I made a mistake and, and, and uh, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. You said for him to be not injured, critically injured in – in football next season. That's not, oh, hey, I made a mistake. I'm pretty sure that that's career-ending for you, not for Kyler Murray. That, that's career-ending for you. Yeah, so but SB, yeah, that, that fine. SB Nation, Vox Media, uh, all being brought into the discussion, and she's like, wait, that's not appropriate. That's not that's uncalled for. Look yeah, what I did. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. uncalled no. for. <laughs> no, no, no. You, um... You can't bring this up. I deleted the tweets. Yeah, I deleted oh, the oh, tweets. Oh, They're not oh, there anymore. Right. Okay. Yes, that's right. Okay. Don't, don't oh, you deleted to... them. Oh, that's fine. Then that's okay. Yeah. That's wow. That's that's special. Coming up next. Speaking of special, we got special. I'll give you my absolute final thoughts on the biggest NFL story of the night. And we'll end with some incredibly good mean tweets after Baker Mayfield trolled me earlier today on Twitter. It's coming up next. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. What? I deleted the tweets. You can't be mad at me. 
Don't bring my work into this. It's all your fault. Uh, developing story you'll hear a lot of tomorrow is the uh, SB Nation A's reporter. Former. Probably former. former. Yeah, former. Not officially yet. No, but will be. Uh, Jen Rainwater, who was so upset that Kyler Murray could be going to the NFL draft, she tweeted out tonight that she will laugh at him and hope that he is critically injured in the NFL next season. Why do you got to bring my bosses into this? Uh, she starts. I getting, remedied this. She starts getting attention on Twitter from different entities, including Black Sports Online. Why are you are you hoping that Kyler Murray is critically injured next year in the NFL? She deletes the tweets and thinks I've taken care of it. What's what do you what's your problem with nothing it? to see here? Other people, Black Sports Online and other websites are saying, uh, because you work for a professional company and you're you're you know, you're tweeting that you think a, want a guy to be hurt because he could be leaving the A's to go to the NFL draft. She goes, Why bring my work into it? What what does that have to do with it? Oh my god, that's oblivious. Oh my god, that is so you are so oblivious. <laughs> Well, she got attention. That's just insane. She got over tonight, that's for sure. Uh, and then she's going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be, oh, what do you mean I don't work? Oh, wow, that stinks. Uh, speaking of work, yeah, before buddy. we get to some Baker Mayfield mean tweets. Yeah, there's got to be a couple of hundred of those we can run through. Adam Gase is the new head coach of the Jets. Yes, he is Jets, yo. Vic Coming- Maggio is your new head coach. Yes. Of the Adam Gase. Of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> I am officially somewhat tepidly You're subdued cautiously optimistic yeah. because look adam gase checks the boxes he is a offensive mind who was sean mcveigh back in 2016 when he got hired by the dolphins he went to the playoffs once and he didn't wind up with his quarterback for 50 percent of the games that he coached not that ryan Tannehill would have won games but still you didn't have a quarterback and you couldn't go forward i don't mind that so much i don't mind that he was under 500 because of that what I mind is that he couldn't get along with ownership, and the players openly celebrated when he got fired 10 days ago. There was that, that. That's a bit of a red flag for me with the jet when the players say, we're so glad you're out of here. Uh, let's, let's get into that a little bit and uh, really e- examine that. But he beat the Jets five out of six he times. He did a good job so there. The I mean, that's okay. good in-division indiv- work. A sure. guy that knew how to beat us, we get him. But still, his players hated him. And why was it Adam Gase and not Mike McCarthy or Matt Rule? The Jets know guys they want to bring in for different positions on their defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. Mike McCarthy says, okay, I'm going to hang out for a year. Matt Rule says, I'm staying at Baylor. Peyton Manning calls Jets owner Christopher Johnson last night and says, yeah, hire Adam Gase. Today they hired Adam Gase. I'm hoping that tomorrow my house, different cable companies and magazine subscriptions don't call my wife. She's going to take all of them. Oh, I got a phone call. I got to go do this. Well, sometimes you want to switch it up. I mean, you want to try something new and, <laughs> and exciting and you want control. And if you feel like you've got control and picking your cable package here, I mean, what's the new thing? Here's the, the list of channels and you get to pick your top 10 and have fun at. Same thing here. Adam Gase, do I get to pick my own groceries? No. Okay, I still want the job. Because no one else is hiring me. That's right. So that's what I mean. I'm tepidly excited because he, he was once upon a time three years, or even two years ago, no, but, he was still a hot guy. But when Tannehill, there you go. It's a hot but guy. when Tannehill was healthy, they played fairly well in spots. Just a question of what direction you want to go. You got the power running game and Tannehill as a game manager, or did you want him to spread the field and start using Stills, Parker, and those guys mm. as downfield weapons. They never really quite decided, right? It was a little <laughs> bit of each. 
So I think there was some of the frustration, much like you had in Minnesota at times this yeah. year, right? Same kind of fights of, what are we? Oh, we paid a quarterback a lot of money, so he has to throw the ball. So that's what you have uh, here for your New York football Jets. Either way, it's going to be interesting to watch, uh, and we'll watch you melt down on video mm. each and every week. Oh, yeah. Tepidly, cautiously, somewhat optimistic. Earlier today, I got trolled by Baker Mayfield on Twitter. Yeah, you did, buddy. He didn't like my take from last night that the Browns can't get big names for their head coaching job because they saw how Baker Mayfield treated Hugh Jackson after Jackson got fired, and coaches realized, wait, is he going to do that to me if I take that job? And they are scared of taking that position, not knowing if Baker Mayfield's going to be someone that will throw them under the bus if things go bad. No, I don't think he was necessarily mad about it. I think he found it entertaining. I think so, he brought some right. some sunshine and happiness so into his world. That was our take last night. When Fox Sports Radio put it out on Twitter today, he responded by liking it and responding with an LOL. When he did that, it became a thing. It became a big I'm still getting stuff coming through Fox Sports Radio. My Twitter account now, people finding it. Mayfield with the big LOL tweet. After that happened, I started getting all kinds of great mean tweets. Oh, no, it's been from, fantastic. From fans. I've gotten challenges for, like, large sums of money. People want to fight you, actually, just they because you say they're so pissed at me, they're pissed at you. That's okay. I'll take Whew. the residual deflected hate. There's no question about it. We're up all to right. 37,000 likes Whew. and 4,900 <laughs> retweets of Baker Mayfield's LOL. It's a lot of fights. I'm ready. It's a lot of fights. I've been training, saying my prayers, and eating my vitamins. Let's go. Lou Gossett fought less guys in Digstown. Listen, mayonnaise. A Digstown. We like that. Nicely huh? done. All right. Here we go. Jason, you're just bitter because your Yankees lost. <laughs> Where's Walter? <laughs> my Yankees? That's a mean tweet. That's a really mean tweet. Wow, that's something. <laughs> so pissed at me there. Pissed at my dad. You guys may be the worst hosts on FSR, or maybe not. Came to their senses in mid-tweet, but it already hit send. <laughs> I dig that. Mike says, dude, I listen to your show every night. Your hot take nonsense is just awful at times. Love the show. Thanks. See? Thanks. That's what I'm talking I about. Guess. At times. Know. Thanks. I mean, look, that that's the podcast. It's going to be hot take nonsense. I mean, thanks. Thank you. Keep listening. Andrew says that how about a fresca is a total fraud. He spews constant crap and throws it at the wall looking for something to stick. I am not funding a wall. There is no wall. We're not building a wall. There's no steel slats. There's no one not throwing anything at a wall. There's no wall. There's a glass wall. It's a called a, it's called it's called a window. <laughs> Jason, you back smoking funny stuff, or do you just enjoy sucking as bad as Notre Dame in a bowl game? Well, that's not really mean tweets to me. That's that's more for Notre Dame. You still got to the playoffs, <laughs> so that means you're a Final Four contender. And your last name isn't Rainwater, so you'll no, still be here to no, yeah. spew more hot takes tomorrow. I, I'd like to think so. Hopefully. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike <laughs> at Swollen Dome. What a night. I love you all. Baker, the Jets, Kyler Murray. I deleted the tweet. It's fine. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. Ben Maller's next. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play.